When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everybody, welcome to a brand new MMA Roasted Podcast. It's me, Adam Hunter. I am here with D. Greg Wilson. Hey. Uh, we have Gabe Killian back in studio. What up? As well as CB <laughs> the Grenade. What up, guys? Uh, everyone's very happy here. Uh, it's weird to have you both at the same time. <laughs> it's, it's the most. It's so weird, right? Like both the worms came out of the earth <laughs> at the same. Like it rained, and they're both like, "You never see us normal." But here we are. <laughs> Joe the Kid, what's going on? Not much, man. How are you? I'm doing all right, man. I'm doing all right. Thanks for asking. Uh, we are on Tip a Fighter. If you like our podcast, you want to see more podcasts, tip us at Tip a Fighter. Also, if you want to sponsor the podcast, we will gladly take sponsors. Hit me up at adamhuntercomedy at gmail.com. Uh, my week. Let's talk about my week. Uh, so uh, it was interesting. Uh, I did a show Friday. Uh, Friday morning, I wake up, and I'm on, I'm, I had one of those days where I had nothing to do. Like I, just, I could write today. I love those fucking days. Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, it was in the news that Amy Schumer was going to play Barbie, right? right? So I thought of a funny joke. I said, well, so I'm like, all right, well, I guess that means Ken's going to come with beer goggles. Right. So I, 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 like, I text you, I go, should I put this out there? Right. And like, I said, put it out there. Just don't actually tag Amy Schumer yeah, in it. Which I would never do. Right, because I feel like like when you make a joke, that's fine. We're all allowed to make jokes. I feel that's the value of it. Yeah. But I feel like when you tag the person in it, that's your way of taking a shot at them. That's harassing. And they, right, and that's not what it's supposed to be. Right. I'm just making a joke for my fans about this subject. I'm not trying to like tweet you and go, fuck you, Amy Schumer. Yeah, and you, you actually wrote, I love it. You said, I love it. I did. That. I thought it was very funny. So, all right. So, I'm like, all right, I'll just I'll put the joke out there i figure like first of all the, the whole idea of a comedian playing barbie is ridiculous number one yeah. uh number two if i can you know it's amy schumer she's a comic she should be able to take a joke she's a comic yeah. it's a joke and she's also she makes fun of herself a lot and her you know yeah. and also she's playing fucking barbie which it's a little bit crazy because there are probably a lot of other girls that would be more close to Barbie. Well, and Barbie's than Amy. supposed to be like statuesque, yeah. and and perfect looking, right? Which again, don't don't put that on us for saying it because they made Barbie. That's what Barbie is. Yeah, Barbie's the perfect doll girl. You know, she's supposed to be perfect looking, perfect statuesque, unrealistic build. And, and you know, and Amy Schumer is an attractive she's girl. She's, she's cute, cute, but she's not Bella Hadid. I mean, she's not a Victoria, right. she's not a Victoria's Secret model. Right. You're not you don't turn into Victoria's Secret models last night runway show and see Amy Schumer you know come out it's just it's just sort of like they're kind of like no Kate Upton no Kate Upton right so I put the joke out and right away like all these Trump mm, over there Joe that was creepy as shit right away all I said was Kate Upton sorry guys thank you Uh, right away all these Trump supporters start retweeting it because they hate Amy Schumer uh, which which was was not my fucking intent at all but all of a sudden I get like 300 retweets from like and I'm like who are these and it's America make America great again or it's deplorable Dan or deplorable Jen they all change their first names to deplorable like first of all because it's a basket of deplorables yeah and I voted for Hillary you know uh, I'm not I'm not doing this as a political statement to make fun of Amy Schumer sure but so they then, just took it and ran with it. 
And then, of course, then I, I, get, I start getting the, uh, the social justice warriors, the SJWs, <laughs> coming at me. And some guy who's like a director writes, hey, would your mom like that joke? Uh, which to my response so now I'm sucked in I'm like alright now I'm sucked into this yeah. fucking I go first of all uh, I don't even know my mom uh, I, don't, I, I, I don't know where my mom is I, I know she's living in Canada I haven't seen her since I was three years old yeah. I, if I did find her I wouldn't call her to ask her about this joke and then yeah. hang up the phone uh, maybe that's why I even, I'm a comedian in the first place because I don't know my probably mom so, probably so something to do with it oh, totally uh, we all have something in the trunk second of all why are we if comedians have to check with their moms for jokes, we're fucked. If every comedian had to call their mom, but hey, do you like this act, mom? Uh, yeah. Like, it well, was, and the reality is, your mom probably would think it was funny. She'd be, the, she'd be like, "Oh, that's a funny joke." Yeah, yeah. right. My, a lot of the retweets were from women. Most of them were from women. Number one, uh, or at least a good majority, a good, a good, not a good, a good portion. So, so then, right? Then, then somebody else writes me, making someone's this woman who goes making fun of someone's appearance is never funny. It makes you a douchebag. Uh, first, th- first of all, making fun of people's appearances is very funny. It is. Uh, <laughs> it's half, the, it's half the, the the world of jokes in the history of comedy. Yeah. Uh, like, and who the fuck made it? This person, like, this person is now going to tell us what's funny. Like, now all of a sudden, this. And you're not necessarily <laughs> making fun of her appearance. No. Okay. A lot of her act, her whole movie, everything that she wrote. Uh, was all about how she's a drunken mess, how she likes to get drunk and she likes to party. And she's doing this. So you're making a joke about drinking, about her being a drinking party girl. Not necessarily, oh, she's so ugly, he's got to have beer coffee. And I'm making fun of her appearance relative to Barbie. Like, I'm not just picking Amy Schumer as, let's try, it's it's in relation to Barbie. Right. It's like if I said, hey, I'm going to be uh, when Mr. Uh, Mr. Universe tomorrow. People would fucking make fun of me. They'd be like, "Hey, you're not in shape to be Mr. Universe." Okay, right. the, 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 that's in relation to her. So then it's like, and then she calls me a douchebag. So uh, that was. So then I, now I'm in this fucking like Twitter wars with people. Uh, so I had to kind of. Why do you engage? First of all, this is actually the point of comedy on Twitter is to create this kind of motion. Yeah. Unfortunately, this is now how. Twitter buzz is created. It's not created by everybody jumping on it and being like, that's fucking genius. No, it's by people hating it so much that they retweet it to other people who hate it back so much and that's actually what Twitter buzz is. Twitter buzz is a, it isn't all, you know, praise. It is all, is built in conflict. So so you actually played the game right. Maybe, but then it's like, but first of all, it's funny because like these people like, then, and not to take Trump's not to defend Trump, but everyone makes fun of Trump, looking like an orange, his hair, his yeah. fucking doughy dobe, thing. I mean, that's what people his do. His hands. His hands. If I was going to say, you know, I mean, Chris Christie playing Ken. I mean, but it's just like, I, I'm just <laughs> sick of this, like, society where we can't, like, point out that something is kind of ridiculous. Yes. Uh, it's the same thing. It's like, well, the fact that we're having to sit here and spend five minutes <laughs> defending a tweet joke is indicative of where we are as a culture. Well, wasn't there, wasn't there a few comments on Facebook, too, about it and people getting and upset and it's like who fucking cares like, yeah shut up of course yeah those uh, and they were taking it way too personally and it's like what are you their mother yeah people were like you would love to open up for amy schumer and you would love to have her career yes i would uh, actually yes, that's, that's uh, yeah, yeah. that has nothing to do with the fact that she's shouldn't play barbie yeah uh not that I, I don't even give a fuck if she plays barbie it's a fucking joke yeah it's a joke about a comedian 
I'm not, I'm not making fun of a fucking Anne Frank playing Barbie. I'm making fun of a fucking comedian playing yeah. Barbie. I, I mean, what, what are we doing here? What? And then it's just, and then, and then I start getting into like, okay, you're right. Okay, a- Amy Schumer is the perfect Barbie, and no Muslims are radicalized, and and, and it just goes on, and everyone's, and, and there's no fat people. Everyone's in shape. Uh, every, yeah. every, everyone's body is beautiful. It's just, it's just you start getting into La La Land yeah. of just, it's fucking ridiculous. Anyway, so that was uh, that was my Friday. Friday. Then I had, a, I had so touchy, so touchy, and then I had a show Friday uh, uh, in front of all Mexicans. Those are the best crowds. Uh, I love Mexican crowds. <laughs> oh yeah, they can be fun. They, uh, it was all the way up in uh, Whittier, and it was like I was the only white comic on the show. Which and is North Mexico for those of you who don't live in Southern California. Yeah, so that was that was a Friday. Saturday, uh, I, I uh, went to the fights. I was uh, gonna take. Yeah. I was gonna take you. I was supposed to go, and then you said at the last I, minute, "I got a sinus infection, man," and I uh, had to go to the doctor, get the antibiotics, do that whole thing. And I, I knew the travel, especially to Vegas, just that when you're when you're trying to recover, it's that isn't the move, man. Well, once again, I have not met your fiance. You have. I, met I her. don't know if she you've exists. Met her like three times. <laughs> I don't know if she exists. Uh, I know because she, she. Wait a second. You've this, never said, met her. No. no. He has. You at the show you did with me at the Improv? She was there. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then like two, because I, I told her that I said Adam's upset because he says he's never going to meet you, and she goes, "I met Adam like three times." Uh, and she's not a person of exaggeration. I was going to say I hope I wasn't first before him. To I don't know. I, maybe I have met her, but I so, you have. You're uh-huh. just you know you're a horrible person. Okay, gotcha. So uh, so I'll talk about that experience of the fights. First, let's get into uh, to, to how are you doing? What's going on with you? I'm good. You know, everything's been. I just was getting over that, and so I stayed home most of the weekend and just kind of relaxed. Uh, took second place in both my fantasy football leagues. So oh, no, first damn. week by Wham! Damn. So you know, yeah, I think I'm on a five game win streak and a four game win streak. So that was fun. That was like the highlight was me winning my fantasy football <laughs> leagues because I was basically just laying there most of the weekend. Nice, Joe. What's up with you? Well, I ain't gonna lie. Uh, I'm kind of sad today. Why? Because last time we talked about how I got engaged, right? To this girl who I'm supposed to marry so she can be legal in uh, America. No, we didn't talk Wait, about no, that. No, we didn't talk about <laughs> this at all. What the think. fuck are you talking how about? Stone Wait, was you, got, you, I, I, you got engaged? Yeah, I asked her to marry me and she said, oh, yes, thank you very much. I would love that, right? Because, you know, she's not legal here. Who? Who's who? The girl from my, uh, she's Argentinian. She doesn't really speak I English. remember the Argentinian girl, but you never her. said anything about asking her to marry you for yeah. a green card. I didn't really get her a ring or anything. I just asked her if she would marry me, and she said yes. So we're engaged right now. Wait a minute, but have you? Are you, are you having sex with her yet? No. no she no. was the one he was going to take to Halloween Horror Nights, and then it never happened. Yeah. The oh, second remember, one. Okay. Okay. Yes. Yeah. I don't know why. I remember have you hooked up with her yet? But no, not at all. Okay, so she said yes, you'd marry you. So you yes. jumped right to marriage. Yeah. <laughs> strong. Hey, no, that's a strong move. She owes you at least a handy. So what with happened? eye contact. This is a way marriage. different from what we. So heard then, why are you sad? Well, I know I got attached to her. I really like her. I could see me having a nice future with her. You know, I got to learn Spanish and all, but, you know, it's no big deal. Right. I think they speak Portuguese. So, <laughs> go on. Spanish. Yeah, Spanish. All right, go on. So the thing is, she's having her doubts, you know. You know, she's saying, why do I really want to stay in, uh, in California? And she wants to move back to Argentina. So I'm thinking about maybe in the future... Well, you know, for right now, we'll have like an online relationship. I'll send her dick pics and stuff like that. And then eventually, I'll move down to Argentina to live with her on Ar- the farm. Where is Argentina? Yeah. <laughs> Are you sure it's not Argentina? Yeah, Argentina. He's trying to speak Spanish. And this guy's got A's and B's? <laughs> He's putting a tilde on it. 
Argentina. So why don't listen? First of all, if you're gonna marry her just for citizenship, uh, why are it, you moving to Argentina? You shouldn't be talking on the podcast. Number one. Okay. Uh, okay. Uh, number two. This this is the line of what he shouldn't discuss on the well, podcast. You, that's like a, you can get in big trouble for that. All right. Number number two. Maybe you should kiss her or hold her hand or even like hook up with her before you start thinking about marrying her. Like for real, for real. Why would I get in trouble for talking about it on the podcast? Well, because if they were to come up, if they were to investigate you for marrying her for the green card, they could potentially look this up and play this as a clip <laughs> and say clearly he planned to do this from the beginning. So it's illegal? Yeah. Oh yeah, it's highly illegal. <laughs> uh, that's man. That's pretty much had me down this week. Uh, I'm because kinda, she could, because she might move. Yeah, she's having doubts about our marriage. <laughs> <laughs> what? All right, all right. Well, I listen. wonder if there's a, so I wonder if there's a marriage for green card counselor out there. That we <laughs> talk to. Listen, Joe, this Joe, is a marriage of convenience. What may, seems now, to be did, the problem? Does this girl like you? Yeah, she, and, I mean, we've and seen each other a couple times. You yeah, we've only been on a couple dates, right? So and, far, and how those dates go? It was pretty good. I, you know, I made her pay for everything because, you know, she took me to the goddamn Korean barbecue place and it's $25 a person. And I said, you know, I, I ain't got that kind of money. Can you pay for my meal? And she says, okay, whatever. Right. And that's basically our relationship so far. This thing was so great. <laughs> that isn't how you get a... That is exactly a panty dropper move. <laughs> was that? To be like, oh, by the way, I can't afford Korean barbecue. Have you tried to kiss her or anything? Or? No, we haven't kissed at all. Mm. Well, have you, like, leaned in and tried to... No, we're not at that stage yet, but... Right. Maybe because she, she bought you dinner. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't want to fucking kiss you, She's not in, He's not at the stage yet if they went to dinner but he, and he can kiss her, but she, he's at the stage where he'll FaceTime a girl who's shitting on a toilet. Well, or, or he, he hasn't, not at that stage yet, or he has her to marry her. That's actually yeah. what I was going to. All right, so thanks, Joe, for your update. Uh, uh, no problem, Did you man. see the list of potential Joe dates? No. Someone put on Twitter a, a list of activities... Joe, oh, I saw did that. Did you see this? And it, it actually, I have to say, I thought it was pretty funny because, like, it it has this kind of like normal, normal, fucked up, yeah, rhythm to it. It's like go apple picking, you know, Netflix and chill, murder kittens. Like it's, like, <laughs> it, it's just fucking. I have to. Say, I forgot who put it up, but man, I, I thought it was pretty funny. Did that lead into? I didn't like, retweet it though because I felt people wouldn't get what the fuck yeah, he was talking course, about. But it was a list of potential activities for him to do on his date. Let me see. If I, did you find it? Yeah. Oh god, let's read some of these. This is fucking funny. <laughs> is this better or worse than Adam's Tinder messages on stage? Oh, and there's god. like, and by the way, there's mine, mine like, work. Go there's on. like forty suggestions. All right, let's see. Let's hear them. Okay, so it goes like, um, uh, carnival, snowboarding. Burning churches. <laughs> <laughs> Mini golfing. I'm not even joking. I'm literally reading this. Mini golfing. Art museum. Killing infants. <laughs> I think they tried to just slide them in there, like into the DMs. Baking. And nobody noticed. Art festival. Fucking all day. <laughs> That's not bad. That's not bad. Yeah, yeah. You see some other ones. Um, <laughs> Swimming. Oh, that's actual. Okay, here we go. Here we go. <laughs> Escape room. Bowling. Double suicide. <laughs> <laughs> this is really. I thought it was very funny. That's dedication right there. I love this. This uh, this guy really. I don't know who came up with this. It was pretty fucking funny. <laughs> Paddle boarding. Playing with puppies. Shooting up a school. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Uh, water park. Shopping. Take over Poland. <laughs> <laughs> Cuddle all day. 
try a fancy restaurant. Stab them 23 times. Yeah, and then I got added into the conversation where somebody said that I would do it, I would get up to 30. I'm like, what the f- I just got tagged and I read the first like six that and I'm like, what the fuck tight. is that? Good point. So, that? That was a pretty good I would like to know if he wrote that or if that was already on the net and he just grabbed it and used it. I for think this. he grabbed it and then put in the funny things. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. It might have been used for me a few years ago. Okay. So, Gabe. So, uh, that's where you get your. So, right. Gabe, we haven't seen you in a couple months. You were living with. Aljamain Sterling and Ally Akinta for a while? Yeah, on Long Island. It's pretty cool. Now, how did that come about? Uh, I was staying on a friend's couch out there, and I was talking to Al. He said he had a room and uh, invited me down, so I just went, went down there and stayed for a while. Nice. Well, she just rented a room from him. Yeah. Were you paying rent, or you just staying there? Uh, I, I went down to stay for a couple of days, and I uh, decided to just stay there, so I uh, paid rent, yeah. And how, how's Aljamain and, and Ally Akinta doing? Uh, good. In shape. In shape? Yeah. Aljamain just got pulled from his car, but he's healthy. He's, he wants to get... Uh, now, is, is Al still training? Is Al depressed about the real estate? Is he happy? What's going on with Al? The real estate is going well. He's uh, doing well with that. Yeah, but uh, he's not planning on fighting anytime soon. Okay. And they uh, came to your comedy show, right? Uh, no. They said they came and saw you at the open mic at Governor's or something. Oh, they... no, Al did. Yeah, not Aljamain. Yeah. At Governor's, yeah. Brokerage. All right, thanks, Gabe. (laughs) (laughs) You, sir, are a force of nature. (laughs) You know, yeah, I can see why they let you stay. You don't even know you're there. (laughs) You just slither up and like, is anyone eating this apple? And you just slither back down. By the way, man, eat some fruit. You need some fruit in your life. You're looking a little, <laughs> little peaked. You look like you've been doing nothing but coke for eight weeks. <laughs> Seriously, you know, go get. If anybody nice, would know, a nice it's fresh, ju- exactly, and that's what, fresh juice, <laughs> a fresh cold pressed juice, set you right. Okay, yeah. call him Captain Verbose. All right, so um, yeah. and, and can't see- shut this guy up. <laughs> yeah. How's it going? Great man, so I just uh, I just saved the world, <laughs> and then I went, I, uh, went to Europe and I uh, I just you know I uh, shot down a couple terrorists and yeah. I uh, I found ISIS. And, and He's I, the I, Ryan Hall of podcasting. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Dude, we got to talk about Ryan Hall. All right, there. let's talk okay, about we'll CB's week first. Yeah. How, how's uh, it with you? I was in Vegas for the fights, hung out for a few days before the fights with some friends, whatever. Nothing too major, and then. Uh, Last night I was hanging out with D.L. Hughley, which was really fucking funny. Did he know that? (laughs) He gets tattooed at my shop. Oh, he gets tattooed at your shop. He's like one. He's in like once or twice a week. He gets tattooed almost more than I do. When you say my shop, you mean the shop you spend time at? Oh, it's like my shop. Did you own the shop? I don't own the shop. I was going. So I was going. Couple goes. That's that's our cafe. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, because we go there all the time. It's that's our place. Right. No, I was going to. I was going to own this shop, but. Fine. There's several reasons that it didn't work out, so I'm gonna have my own soon enough. But yeah, I do work <laughs> Not at the soon shop. Enough for your family. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you were hanging out with DL. DL's a pretty I love cool you. Guy. I love you, buddy. You DL's know. a cool guy. DL's really awesome, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's you sit there and he's getting tattooed and he's like he doesn't sit well. He doesn't like the pain. Yeah. So he's just kind of like cracking jokes. To, he's like, he's cracking jokes the whole fucking time. And I'm like, oh, that area is not going to hurt. And then he finished. He's like, that did hurt, motherfucker. Don't even fucking. Nice. But he, he's a really funny guy and good guy, good family. and. Gotcha. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. I'm sure he's talking about you on his show today. <laughs> so we are. Probably not. Nah. 
So, all right, let's talk about some of the fights. So, Friday night Bellator fights. You know, I like this Bellator Friday and Saturday. I wish did every Friday and Saturday. I thought it was kind of a cool little thing. I didn't like it. Uh, I I didn't mind (laughs) it. Um, uh, The Joe Warren fight, I thought that Warren, you know, Warren is a tough, formidable opponent, but he is 40 years old at this point. And it just seems like his best days are behind him. Although he did keep his hands up, he's gotten better defense than usual. It was a a long, tough fight. But that dude, uh, who you fought, what was his name? Eduardo Dantes. Eduardo Dantes uh, outclassed him. And, did, um, I, did I hear Joe retired after that fight? Did he retire? He should retire. I mean, I thought I saw something on oh, Twitter, but then forehead. I never saw anything yeah. else. It looked like he caught every, <laughs> like he was blocking every punch with his face. But that's not even usually how it is. It's actually, it was better defense than he usually shows. Wow, yeah, uh, he was just taking them bat, 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 bat. Uh, the Bellator fight Saturday night. Um, Chitty Bang. I, I'm really happy with Chitty Bang. He knocked it out in yeah. 21 seconds. So fast. I know. That was, you barely saw it coming. He just, kid walked right into that short jab, and that was Fiala it. Fiala was touted, too. Fiala was touted as the next big name in Bellator. And- I mean, Chitty's got a, I think he's got a win over Allen, right? Uh, uh, Juban. I mean, Chitty's been around for a while, and he's, he's always right there. Um, he's better than and, his brother. Uh, they're both good. Both yeah. good fighters. Um, and, you know, they both came to my comedy show one night a couple of years ago, and uh, they were super cool guys. They're both, uh, they're from um, from Africa, same place where uh, Godfrey's from, uh, uh, Nigeria. They're, they're actually Nigerian. And uh, nice guys, cool guys. I'm happy for Chitty. Super happy for him. Yeah. Um, a lot of great uh, cab drivers. Uh, in Nigeria? Out of Nigeria. Really? Yeah. I had no idea. Oh, yeah. No, yeah, yeah. Great uh, fighters, great cab drivers. And then, uh, who, uh, uh, Darian Caldwell. Uh, let's talk about that fight. You know what? Uh, I think that was a good fight for him. I know it was boring, but he had to get the win over the guy that beat him. He got the win. He got it out of his system. Uh, he put himself in danger a lot, uh, which I think he should work on. And I think his striking, he didn't show as much striking as he usually does. But, you know, he wrestle-fucked him, but he, he, he dominated and good for you, Caldwell. And I'm happy he's with uh, Alliance because him with Dominic Cruz, I mean, I would love to watch those sparring sessions because uh, I think, you know, Caldwell's the future and uh, really happy for him. Seems like a nice guy and a very underrated fighter. No one was t- – at Twitter, nobody was talking about Darian Caldwell's win. And, you know, I think he's under the radar now, but he, he won't be. He, he needs that signature win. He didn't impress – like he, like he should have, but he got, sometimes, sometimes when a guy beats you, you just have to beat him back, and that's what happened. I heard he's getting the shot. Getting a title shot? Yeah, I Good. heard with that win, he clenches the title shot. Good for him. I'm happy for him. Uh, Are you a comedy guy? Is that your network? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, so I was happy with... Can, can we get on it? Sure, I was, I was happy with that. So, yeah, that was, uh, that, that was, that was cool. Uh, you know, um, did, what was that? Did you see uh, the Gerald Harris slam at Legacy? Yes. That was... Unbelievable! The guy came in 50, 55 pounds over, which I don't understand how they let that. I think it was thirty-five. No, it was like somewhere between forty and fifty-five. How does the commission allow that? I I have no idea. But Harris, oh my god! I guess the guy tried to pull guard, and Gerald held him like almost like he was holding a baby or koala or something, and then he just slams him down. The guy was out cold. Yeah, and it was from what I think the last legacy event before they merged with RFA and that was the second time he won by that slam too yeah it was pretty cool and I like Gerald Harris we did a couple comedy shows together I was gonna say super he... nice guy he's a comedian he's a guy that's trying to get back in the UFC and I hope it works out for him he's a cool guy we're a super cool guy uh, UFC fight so 
Danny, Danny gave me these tickets. I actually, uh, Greg bailed out last time, so I, t- I took Joey Varner, Joey Vegas, because uh, it was... Not last time, the last minute. Uh, last minutes, because I was... Uh, I was trying to, I thought I was hoping to feel better. I woke up, I was like, come on, and I was like, no, I have to... I'll tell you what, though, we, we, we sat so close. You were second row cage se- side. Second row cage side. A part of me was like, fuck, man, Greg would have loved this. A part of me was like, thank God. <laughs> Dana was I right there. I actually was kind of glad I wasn't there, because there's part of me, I was like, I would have been so restrained and unhappy. Like sitting there not being able to cheer, especially when Dana walked in. Yeah, I would have fucking gone bananas. You would because it was like, and not that, like BJ Penn was right in front of us. Uh, uh, Juliana Pena was right in front of us. Like all the fighters, so they all would have either either loved you or been like, who the fuck brought that yeah. guy? Um, <laughs> I would have tried to be on my best behavior, but also wouldn't have been able to enjoy it so much because yeah. I would have had to have been on my best behavior. But uh, <laughs> it was awesome. So it was couple. It was a couple. That's why I didn't ask you, CB. It was couples, and I had. The, I had the girl with me, and so we wanted. To, I wanted to bring another couple, uh, so I brought Joey Varner, uh, old friend of mine. And I, um, I ended up winning tickets from the UFC. So. Yeah, yeah, uh, which was cool. I'll talk you about won tickets. I won tickets That's from the UFC. Fun. Yeah. So let's talk about some of the fights. Uh, all right, weird first, night. Let, can we premise this with one of the weirdest night of fights ever? Very strange fight. Yeah, a lot of weird shit happened. Uh, the Ellenberger fight. We'll start with that one. That was that is the weirdest. I am no longer going to go sit cage side for Ellenberger because now he's zero two when I'm there. Yeah, uh, he fought the karate guy, uh, Stephen Thompson. It's definitely him. your fault. It's definitely my fault. But I gotta say, with that fight, you know, obviously we saw what happened with Masvidal. Hurt him early. Had him, had him almost out. They I almost th- stopped it. Th- I thought they were And I was like, it. fuck, Jake, don't go out with this. But somewhere, Jake dug deep and was throwing back and had the momentum. You know, I don't know if he would have beaten Masvidal, but you never know, and you can never count out Ellenberger's power because yeah. he ha- it's, it's, this, this is not a guy with no power. This guy's with, who can rock anybody. I mean, talking about a guy who knocks out people with one punch, uh, hurt Matt Brown. I mean, one round Matt Brown. A lot of guys. You looked at Pele in fucking 17 seconds. He knocked out. You can go through the list of people that Jake has hurt with his power. Uh, Jake Shields, I think it was a, a knee that hurt Jake Shields. So, you know, I know that Masvidal was, was getting hit and sort of smiling at him. And this was the best that Masvidal has looked in a while, too. Yeah. But that fight, Herb Dean fucked up. Uh, that fight, when a guy's foot is stuck in the cage, you, you get his foot out of the cage or even under in. And you restart the action. That's yeah. plain and simple. Well, I think he also uh, didn't he break his toe though, because like the the no. toe separated. I saw a picture of the big toe separated into the cage, and the rest of his foot was like. Well, I talked to under. Jake afterwards. I hung out with him after the fight. He was he was a little he, took him for tea and crumpets. Uh, yeah, we did. We actually went out <laughs> mozzarella sticks. <for> <laughs> we went out, uh, and you know he was like he was bummed, and he was saying he's like I was feeling good. He goes, I actually honestly was feeling good and it seemed like he was getting that second win and it and it I, I hope they they have a rematch I, I don't consider this a win for Masvidal. Is he going to appeal? He is going to appeal. He well, did. he actually got but uh the ref got out of the cage and went asked them. Yeah. He went over and said, well, yeah. "You know, what is this?" And there and then it's so someone else told him it was Mark it's Ratner, a TKO. I believe. Yeah, I believe. Someone else told him it's a technical it's a TKO, it's over. So that's so because he Obviously wanted to get the right call. Yeah, you know he. I you would see in his mind. He's like, I mean, to the point where he left the cage to get the right decision, and to the idea that he came back with the wrong decision. It's like, well, you can't really put that on him. No, but it seems like a. It's almost like a mechanical error because they there's the, right. the tiny little space between the mats and the cage, and it's like you know why don't you just have it like. 
connected to where you can't because this isn't the first this is the first tko they called for somebody getting their foot stuck in the cage but this isn't the first time that somebody's like like they went to push off or whatever and their toes fell down and they're like hold on i gotta get my fucking foot out of here yeah but this was the first it was like a tko and was it ratner that came i think it was ratner because there was backlash on twitter about that about people being like you ask a guy who hates mma who doesn't really want to be bothered with this shit and then he's coming up with this answer which everybody disagreed with doesn't hate mma this this is just what i was reading i'm not saying it i'm this is just what i was seeing and people were upset with that decision and i i agree i mean if he broke his foot in the cage don't continue it but if he just caught his toes or whatever and he could keep going it was tough for me because it was such a funny situation i wanted to write jokes about it but it was my boy (laughs) So I, I, know. I, I said Bellator signed the fence, and he, he needs <laughs> he better needs, defense. Yeah. Oh, I remember that. Bellator uh, signed the fence. I thought that was pretty funny. And then uh, Donald Trump said he's going to build a better fence. Uh, you know, just <laughs> there, were, there was jokes to be made there, but I definitely my heart went out to Ellenberger because, you know, a guy goes through a whole camp, yeah. gets ready, all that training. And I, I told Jake at the end, I'm like, when I saw him, I'm like, listen, brother, I'm here for you when you beat Matt Brown. And I'm here for you when you get your, your, your toe caught in the cage. <laughs> I was trying to make him laugh. Yeah. That's the thing. It's like, you know, as a comedian, uh, when something really bad happens to a friend, I feel like everybody in the world is going to be saying, sorry, sorry, sorry. Right, right, right. But as a comic, it's sort of our obligation, as much as we also, what Try we want to do light. is to make light of it. Yep. So I was, I, trying to make, I was trying to make light of it without, without being insensitive to the sure. person's feelings, which is a hard line to, to walk. Because, yeah. So I was trying to make Jake laugh. At the same time, I'm like, I, I saw how bummed he was about sure. the whole thing. It was a, it was, then it also his eyes were fucking totally black and blue. You know, yeah. and he, I mean, you know, when you see someone an hour after the fight or two hours, like you, you know, it's, it's different. It's different when you see it on TV because when you're, you're, you're totally removed from TV. And even when you're at, a, when you're at a fight and you're, you know, four rows up or whatever rows up, you're like, okay. But when you're right there and you see how hard these, you, you fucking, I'm like, holy shit. Yeah. Even with the smaller guys oh, yeah. or even They're- with the girls, the 150, you just hear boom, boom. You're like, Whoa, yeah. like fucking one of these fucking kicks. I'd be like, all right. Uh, yeah, I'm done. I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> time out. Yeah. But uh, so anyway, I, I, you know, I really hope they reverse that because I, it's unfortunate. I don't know if Jake would have won. I think, but I, but I think he had a, I think you can't base the first minute of the fight on how the rest of the fight would have went. Well, especially as he was on the attack at that moment. I mean, it looked like his foot slid. And Jake also has that power. He has that one-punch knockout power uh, with both hands. So uh, I'm actually just reading right now that Herb Dean did ask the officials if it was a cage malfunction, which does not necessitate a TKO. To, uh, right, you it heard him a say timeout, that. Um, and they ruled that it was not, which... Yeah. That doesn't make any sense to me at all. I don't think that would be in a rule book. No one would even think of that happening in a fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, other fights. <laughs> Th- thanks, Gabe. <laughs> it's nice that you can share your final hours with us. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, Tim Elliott. Let's talk about Tim Elliott. You know what? I got to give Tim Elliott credit because nobody was giving him a shot. Everybody was like, this yeah. fight, this is a foregone conclusion. Tim Elliott's going to lose. And that's when I'm like... When, when no one gives someone a shot, is when I start to go. Wait a minute, like that maybe maybe this fighter is coming and thinking the exact same thing, and maybe there's an upset written all over this. And that first round, he almost pulled it off. Mm-hmm. He almost had that choke in, and he. I was like, I was really excited for this kid because you know you got to give it for a guy who goes from the UFC to Titan 
back to the Ultimate Fighter, back to getting a title shot. It's a very, very unconventional path to getting that. But, you know, in the end, it's just there's different levels. And yeah. Demetrius Johnson is just at a higher level than everyone else. Yeah. Uh, you saw it in round two, three, four, five. Well, he definitely had the most <clears throat> experience. Oh, yeah. And he also does some... He also is very, very unconventional. Like, it looks like he's almost going to start breakdancing at one point yeah. when he's doing those weird things with his leg. And he almost... It was cool. And, and the thing about the palms that I like better than like the MGM or is that you could actually... This is what I like and I don't like. You could hear everybody's... Like, it does feel like a smaller... Even though it's UFC, you feel like you're at like a... Uh, a it very, was like Invicta, but with higher ceilings. Yeah, like a local yeah. event. Like but, a lot of fun. It's kind of, Except but the, you, the problem is people behind me were like, you suck, or fuck you, or you're boring, and you could you could tell everyone heard that. It so wasn't you like, knew I did make it. <laughs> you couldn't hear everything, though, because I yelled MMA Roasted about four times nice. throughout the event. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, thank you for doing that. <laughs> hey, you guys yelled CB Gold at Bellator, so I had to come back with something yeah, while no, I was up in the high rise. I didn't hear it on the broadcast, though. But. Dude, I get people. No, I'm just up. saying I didn't hear it. On, I mean, I would have loved to have heard it on the broadcast. People hit me up all the time. They're like, where do you find these weird ass fucking co hosts? <laughs> I get more people asking about Joe's love life. Craigslist. Uh, and then and then CB. First it was CB. And then Gabe's and now I'm up, normal. Gabe's no up kidding. there with fucking strange. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking weirdo. All right, so... Uh, How do you meet women, Gabe? <laughs> Trunks. Uh, like a person does. What do you mean? No, he actually does get pussy. And, uh, That's what I'm wondering. How do you... I mean, like a person these, does. We have a lot of variation there. Wait, like there's a person? Not, so does that mean he's not I, a person? Because if it's like a person like Joe or well, it's a well, person I mean, like CB... There's not it? one way. There's different ways. Right, I mean. so what are you using? <laughs> uh, Tinder, uh, coffee shops, bars, comedy clubs... Coffee shops? Yeah. What you like? Go up? You like go up and say you slither on up and (laughs) you go uh, like sit next to them. Uh, You want some hot cocoa? Yeah. Do you crawl out of their their croissant? Do you have a couch like I say on? No, I want coffee shop. There's there's this big table where people sit next to each other. Oh, nice. Like communal style, right? (laughs) What do you whip it? What do you do? You whip it out or? Pretty much. Nice. I I think I think I think he gets the most pussy out out of these three. I think he actually. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Uh, you mean by consent? <laughs> <laughs> if that's the case, then yes. <laughs> then in that case, I'm going one, two, three in that order. <laughs> by the way, he went Gabe first, CB second, and Joe third. <laughs> Wait, why the fuck does consent come into things? Because uh, you girls don't even know you're dating until like you've been stalking them. And <laughs> then you kidnap Oh, they them. know. They see the eyes outside the window at exactly. midnight. They don't know it's you. They think it's oh, they you know, know. the ghost of a dead relative. They, <laughs> maybe it is, and too. And all of a sudden, they start getting you know, like weird like slabs of raw meat on their porch <laughs> and shit. <laughs> they don't know what the fuck that means. Then they find a, you know, a rose covered in, in some kind of milky substance. They're like, what does that mean? So, wait, so how did your last date go, CB? So first, I, uh, we dated for at least eight weeks. Yes. That... That I know about. <laughs> okay. Uh, and then, you know, when I got her in the right place, she was shopping at Whole Foods, very late, dark parking lot. That's what I prefer. <laughs> you know, and then, of course, I was like, you know, oh, my God, I smelled this. Can you tell me, does this smell, does cologne smell good? Of course, it knocked her out. Um, <laughs> chloroform. I used, like I used chloroform. does it smell like chloroform? Yes, yes. Yeah. 
And then, uh, of course, I, I dragged her into my windowless van with no <laughs> handles on the inside. Okay. That's really the key. Yes. And the important thing is that in there, I already have a vat of jelly. And when I say <laughs> jelly, vat. yes, a vat of jelly. And I don't mean like KY jelly. I mean like an actual jam. Okay. Because it makes them more delicious. Right. When I eat them later. Wow. How many girls have you eaten this month? This month? Yeah. 1.7. <laughs> So you're not done with one of them? Yeah, one of them's hanging around. Nice. All Still right. got a good, got a good uh, from the knee down on one. CB, I think you should be the new bachelor. I think that would be great. That's great. I, I gotta. <laughs> Could you imagine a season of fucking me as the bachelor? The girls would leave first episode. The girls see him and all fucking delete themselves. They, they, fucking, they all tap out. He, no one wants the rose. <laughs> He's trying to hand him rose. Like no, no, I'm allergic to roses. I'm allergic to roses. So where do you live? Uh, with my parents. Uh, they, they, they see your Conor McGregor veil. <laughs> he goes to his house, <laughs> and for weekends we can go graphing. <laughs> that would be the fun. He's make, I'm making a life size Conor McGregor out of their skin. <laughs> You'd be a great bachelor, man. I would. I would watch if you were the bachelor i'd watch every episode. or i'm on the bachelorette and i win because i murder everyone else while they're not watching no the first one's better i honestly the bachelorette was these three were the final three oh okay. CB, CB, joe and gabe you have your choice of one of these gentlemen or you can jump off this cliff. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna, I'm not gonna jump, I'm just gonna walk backwards and see what happens. <laughs> All right, so. I'll take my chances with the rocks, Bob. Uh, Benavidez versus Cejudo. Uh, good fight. I, I, I was, Weird. Uh, good fight, though. I was there. You yeah. know, the problem with Cejudo is that I don't know if he's not sitting on his punches, but it seems like his punch, or Benavidez just has that good of a chin. But it seems like he was landing a lot. A lot. But Both were, ways, though. But they were almost like slapping punches. Like, he was landing, but they weren't... I don't know if he wasn't turning them over or what. Because yeah. he was landing enough to the point where Joe should have been out. Or, or really rocked. And he wasn't. Did so. you feel like it could have gone either way? I did. I did, too. I, I was like, I don't know which one of these... Fuckers want they this. threw so many punches. I know there was so many punches. It was so even. They were, they both had moments of what being you know. I was like I, I, either one. It's it was a play. very hard fight. If to it score. were a draw, I would have been. Happy I was I draw. was expecting a draw. Yeah. After the point loss in the first, I was right. like. At the end of the, uh, like midway through the third, I'm like, this is going to a draw. I'll tell you what, though, it was the best Cejudo has looked. Yeah. Because I think he, the other guy, uh, Benny Mendez, really got under Cejudo's skin. Like, he really, he really hated him. Yeah. They really hated each other. I never seen Cejudo with that fire in his eye. And he definitely had that, like, I want to fucking kill yeah, this he guy. Did. He looked really angry. He looked, like, uh, emotionally aggressive. Uh, but at the same time, you're an Olympic gold medalist wrestler. You're, yeah. You won the gold. Yeah. You're the best in the world. You're the last American to do it. Uh, I think. Well, I think Kyle Maynard. I don't know, not Kyle uh, Snyder might have won it. Maybe. I think won the world. Whatever. You're 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 amazing. Why are we not using our wrestling? I know Benavides is a good wrestler, but he's a he never wrestled in college. He's a good MA wrestler, but still, you're fucking Henry Cejudo. Like, where is the wrestling in that? He wanted to beat him up. Yeah, but the anger got the best of him, which means Benavides' uh, little tactic worked. Yeah, his striking looked better than it ever has. Pseudo, Pseudo. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah. like, 
Where the fuck did that come from? I know. He looked better, but it seemed like his wrestling got a little bit, he got away from it a little bit. A lot of the time. fun thing about Cejudo is his hair. Because it's the kind of hair where you can really see when he's getting hit. <laughs> you know, it really shakes. It really waves around. So, I mean, it really kind of made those punches seem more exciting. And maybe that's why he lost. He looks like Ken Shamrock in the fourth grade. Uh, he definitely has that, like, he looks like a mini, a mini me of Ken Shamrock. He just has, a, like, a, but uh, it was a good fight. I, I liked the fight. The fight before that, man, with fucking Luke Cage. That black dude. Who, oh, uh, Jared Cannonier and yeah. Eon Kudalaba. Oh, my, what's his name? Eon Kudalaba. Kudalaba was a, was a Brazilian. The Hulk. The Brazilian. No, he's not Brazilian. Monrovian. What, what is he? Monrovian. Monrovia, that's right. Where, where's, where's Monroe? Probably good. Monrovia. Monrovia. Where's that? Where's Europe? Monroe? Like East Europe. Where's Monroe? I'm right here. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, you can't hear when people are talking. You can't hear it's the It's Monrovia. Isn't it uh, like Marina Central Shakira Eastern European? European too, I think, right? No, no, she's from uh, Moldova. Oh my bad. Isn't he Moldova? He's Mal- the Republic of Moldova. Oh, Ma- you said Monrovia. Whatever. That's what I think it's Monrovia is in fucking like know, East LA, isn't it? No, no, no. Is he, is he, wait, is he Moldovan or? Moldovia. I was like, I was like, where the fuck is my? Oh, and I'm the bad guy for not knowing a fucking made up place that you just fucking made up. Idiot. No, Monrovia is like East LA. No, oh, he's not it? from East LA. Now we're all idiots. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not saying he is. I'm saying Monrovia is like a city, like. Oh. In L.A. Well, where the fuck is Chucacabra from? Where, 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 where is it? <laughs> Northwest Mexico. <laughs> Chupacabra. Okay, so, so we got we to get some more info. On so this because you know when you, when you're watching it live, it's harder to write jokes, but you also you don't know as much because uh, you can't hear the commentators. So I don't know where this guy was from. I think he's from Brazil. He looked Brazilian to me. Uh, and I thought because his name was Chupacabra, he, he was uh, he was from Latin America, but he fought that huge black dude. Those are the two hundred five. Okay, here we go. Jesus, he's from the Republic of Moldova. Okay, his nickname is the Hulk, not Chupacabra. Yeah, no, oh, his last name sounds like Chupacabra. That was the joke. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so oh, he's from Moldova. Okay, that makes sense. You know something's Did wrong you with you. Did you slither on up for that? Like, wait a minute. His name is the Hulk. So yeah. <laughs> So the Hulk, what's the black guy's name? Jared Cannonier. And where's he from? <laughs> His nickname is the Black he's, he's Gorilla. He's American? Killer yeah. Gorilla. The Killer Gorilla? Yeah. The Killer Gorilla. Yeah. I, that was a close fight, too. That could have went either way. Because uh, the, the, the Hulk was like taking him down a lot. He definitely had the advantage in the wrestling. Uh-huh. But that other dude... Dude, I, I love the ending. I've never seen a guy just put his hands down uh, I seen it in boxing, but MMA where you let the guy just punch you in the face and you heard and crack. Just, oh, and I was like, who the? It looked like a Luke Cage scene. And he just kept marching forward like Michael Myers, <laughs> with crazy eyes, just like I got you. I'm gonna eat you. You know, you cannot. It was crazy, man. I was wanting all oh, like I would have just quit. I would have been like, I'm good. You know what? Yeah. He wins. He wins. It really looked like Friday. Yeah. Tebow. Yeah. It was scary. He was. <laughs> yeah. He was scary as shit. It was at I, the end. A good fight. Because the other guy went up to it before the fight and gave him the throat slash like right in his face. The ref had to come yeah. push him back. And I, I actually, when he did that, I was like. Well, you better back that up now. Yeah, yeah. You, uh, he's like you... standing there and he's like, I'm about to win. What? Uh, I'm going to lose. <laughs> the Friday reference. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, CB. All right, listen. C- CB, now, uh, no, listen. C- now, CB, by the way. CB oh, golds, no. golden, Here golden, go. jokes, and gold. Can I discuss a fight before we get into what I know you're about to ask me about? About the Ryan Hall? Yeah. No, okay, first of all, first of all, during the fight, right, I'm having a great time. 
I'm fucking, I'm sitting with the girl. I got Joey. Oh, I haven't seen him in a while. And then all of a sudden, I, I see these these tweets doing play-by-play on me. CB goes, I did two tweets. CB's like, I sent out two tweets. And they roasted, just uh, said hi to Herb Dean. No, just fangirled over yeah, Herb Dean. Yeah, hashtag fangirl. <laughs> this, the, the guy who goes to a place four days early to get autographs and sits outside a fucking sauna to get a picture mm. is calling me a fangirl. Like, what? Wow. Like, motherfucker. Are you serious? Like, he, he's a lot of different types of girls. <laughs> <laughs> but he'll never be a fangirl. Like, it was just funny because it went back to Invicta, too. Like, oh, whatever, you with man. Herb Dean. I, I, Dude, I, I, just take it. I'm just having fun. I know. I, I honestly knew it. I knew it. And I was, I was going to tweet you back, you're fired. Because I knew that would be like, oh, wait, I hope he's not serious. But, uh, it, was, but it was cool. It was all good. I, I, I laughed. Anyway, so CB had a problem. With a fighter, uh, Ryan Hall. Ryan Hall, who was uh, love that dude, a jujitsu specialist. Very, That's very. That's all he is. We'll, we'll talk about that in the fight in a second. But the, CB uh, had. A, I was going to discuss it. You can't say that based uh, uh, on that fight. He's got some. Decent... He's got a lot of the, those. Uh, what kind of kicks are those? Taekwondo kicks. Yeah. Yeah. Those kicks. Tyler he was K. bitch slapping him with his fucking hook kick. I was going to bring up a that different fight. That was unreal. Of, of your boy. All right. More important than that. Okay. CB. Uh, puts on Facebook. Tell us what happened. Tell us about your, your, your beef at Ryan Hall. Yes. Because you, you put it out there on Facebook. And it's going to come back at me now after the show is released. All right, go on. Everybody calls what me a bitch and says it's my fault. But What happened? At least you know that already. <laughs> <laughs> I asked Ryan Hall. Well, I asked Ryan Hall. I think it was Saturday. Yeah, it was Saturday because my friend was with okay, me. Okay, uh, uh, let's pick up the story. All right, cliff Notes. <laughs> Speed. Go on. Cliff, uh, yeah, yeah, the story. story. Fuck. So Ryan Hall no, uh, so. was <laughs> eating at a Pinkberry. Yes, <laughs> and I had taken the sprinkles, and I was trying to get them onto his butthole. <laughs> right. And uh, apparently, what can I say? He doesn't like sprinkles. <laughs> Is that what happened? Sure. <laughs> what happened, CB? Tell us. I went up to Ryan, and I asked him for a photo, and he told me to fuck off. Wow. Those were his exact words. So, I said, Ryan, can I take a photo? And I got, and he got, fuck off, and just kept walking. Now, where were you when you asked him this? Uh, I was in the casino. Okay. Bathroom? No. <laughs> oh. Okay, you were in the casino. I was in what the casino. Part of the casino? In the, at a slot machine pretty much right next to Hooters and uh, Fantasy Tower Elevators. So you were in the slot machine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you find this entertaining. All he told you was to fuck off. Wait, so you were, That's got to be like 50% of the job is being told to wait, fuck did he, off. I've never, nobody's ever wait, said anything money? disrespectful Did he to win me. money and reach for it and you came out of the slot machine? <laughs> <laughs> you wonder why I don't talk. Oh, wait, no, but, no, but where were you? I was sitting in a fucking slot machine with my friends. Right, and, and then Ryan, you said, hey, Ryan, can I get a picture? He was walking by. He was walking towards Hooters. I don't think he was going to Hooters. Did you but jump was, in front of him? No. I got up from the slot machine. I was probably... As far away from him as I am from your refrigerator, right. which is what, 15 feet, 10 yeah. feet? Yep. And he didn't even look at me. He just said, fuck off, and kept walking. Oh. And I just said, okay. So, but you put it on. But then the day before, you asked him too, right? Well, I asked him the night before, and he just shook his head no. Hmm. Like, giving me a dirty look and shaking his head no. And I was like, okay, well, whatever. I'll well, try it's you nice tomorrow. to know that Ryan Hall is handling fame well. <laughs> <laughs> that is kind of a look. You know what? I, I will say, I put, I, I put it on Facebook, 
and almost everybody that commented was supportive of me like you know it's not okay because and i want people to get this straight i've had fighters tell me no not right now it's not okay bisping yelled at me and bisping and i are cool never had an incident with a fighter that i was literally cursed at and they were like just disrespecting me like that and even Sean McCorkle said something, made a comment on my Facebook post, something along the lines of, well, I guess we know how much of an asshole he's going to be when he actually gets famous. Yeah. And I just, well, every, everybody was supportive. And you know what? I've been, I've been thinking about it for the last few days of like, if there was any way I did something wrong. And I, I don't think no, I you did. didn't. But you know what? Yeah, you can't help the way you look. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, but you know, I gotta blame my dad, damn it. Damn but, it. but you know what? Fuckers. I mean, look, dark. Uh, that, that that is fucked up. I mean, the, the bottom line is just if it's like not now, or but if a guy says no one time, you should probably just say fuck it. Don't ask him again. Well, the thing is, is a lot of people, will, and he did this too the first time. People will say no, or I'll be back later. Or get me, you know, after weigh-ins, or get me in the morning, or whatever it is. So I figured, okay, like try again at a later time when he's not wherever he's going and fight day is usually the easiest day to get these guys they're already amped up they're ready to go and they're just kind of hanging out there so should fans tweet at ryan hall why'd you blow up cb and tweet you as well no okay no i don't i don't 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 do do that you know what i don't i don't wish uh, with a hashtag fuck off i don't (laughs) i don't wish the guy anything negative at all um I don't wish him anything negative at all. There's a few people that were on my Facebook that have already either tweeted him or posted on his Instagram or whatever it is. I, I, that's not what I'm looking for. I just, you know, there's certain guys out there that aren't Do you aren't think you friendly. could beat him in a boxing match? Do I think I could beat him in a boxing match? Straight boxing? Yeah. I don't know. Probably Basketball? not. Basketball? Probably. Probably better shot at basketball. Nice. Listen, uh, all right, let's talk about that fight for a second. I know I was there. The crowd was booing. Everybody was really upset because the guy took more dives than Bob Sapp. However... I said he (laughs) flopped more than a trout. He what? He flopped more than a trout. A a a trout? Yeah, a trout. A trout. (laughs) A trout. He's Canadian. You didn't know he was That joke was atrocious. (laughs) (laughs) So... uh, It wasn't supposed to be a joke, but he just... A trout. Yeah, yeah. Did you hear hear somebody yelling, fuck you, the entire fight from the the rafters? No, you were yelling, fuck you? Come on, man. Well, listen... You know what? I called him a pussy Look, a bunch of the times. The object of the fight is to win, and he he won all three rounds, in my opinion. Yeah, and it's yeah. you're you know what the thing is. I mean, we've all gotten used to kind of seeing the same stuff. Yeah. In MMA, everyone's kind of resorted the same. You know, the leg kicking and the punching, the ground and pound, blah blah blah. And this guy has decided to to do something else. Yeah. This rolling attack, this rolling leg attack, which is weird as shit, but it keeps working. It works on Great Maynard. It, it's not going to work. On a lot of people. Until it stops working, why would he stop, stop absolutely, doing it? Absolutely, absolutely. So I mean, far, no one's figured out no, what there, to no, fucking no, do has. about it. Uh, he, he lost the fight in the open fighter finale, right? Yeah. No, he beat he Artem Lobov. Yeah, he, he lost uh, to an English, English guy. And the English on guy, the ultimate fighter. Yeah. Oh, on the ultimate fighter? Yeah, the English guy couldn't get the visa, so he took this place on the floor. Uh, it was uh, Saul, Saul, Saul Rogers. Rogers yeah. Saul Rogers. So there, there is a, a formula to beating that. Maynard, I, 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 I thought Maynard was gonna, was at least spent some time in the guard, but I mean he's so advanced, he's such a good jujitsu practitioner. Why would you? But at the same time, it's frustrating to watch. But I kind of like it. it. Reminded me a little bit of uh, um, what, the Van Damme movie Bloodsport with the, the, like the monkey guy, the guy who was like jumping around. Yeah, uh, you know what I'm talking. Like you never saw Bloodsport? 
Like 28 years ago. Great movie. I, I, I barely remember. I love, there was a guy that he was like, he was emulating a monkey and he had yeah. like different styles, you know? And, uh, uh, you know what? Fuck it. It works for him because Ryan Hall, if in a conventional fight, if he stands up and doesn't do that, he's probably going to get knocked the fuck out. Or, or well, yeah, know? I mean, he seemed to be doing pretty good on his feet. You know, uh, yeah, but every time, the weird thing, anytime Gray got close or was throwing a shot, I will say he's very elusive. Like Gray would throw a punch, and halfway into the punch, fucking Ryan was already on his back yeah. and reaching for the leg. But the one thing I didn't like was that Ryan said, you know, I don't know, he should go out on his shield. Why wouldn't he just jump into my guard? And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Why would anybody do that on purpose when they know their jujitsu is not anywhere close oh, then, to the guy? Then Gray could say, well, you can go out on my shield and stand up. So well, yeah, and it, well, and but I just did. didn't. He backed up and forced him to stand up over and over and over again. But that doesn't mean he doesn't have the right to go into that attack. It's, and that's the thing. It's not a defense. It's an attack. You know, when he rolls into your leg, he's trying to get that leg lock, that heel hook, and it's unique and it's different, and I, I like it. But his major, to me, his major weapon isn't any of that shit. It's that creepy, fucking emotionless face. Oh my god! Who? Who? That, who, that, that Ryan Hall. Ryan Hall. That emotion, like he's not even in there. Like did, he's a fight bot. Since you watched it on TV, did did you see the walkout for him and Gray? Not really. No, there was no because he came out to pinball wizard, and I'm like, dude, that's a little, so weird. I'm He's like, that's weirdo. so strange. I'm He's like, why are you weirdo. coming out to the no, hood? No, but he, but but, but know, I like uh, it. You know what I like about it though? He he owns it. Even on the Ultimate Fighter, like he came across as like a guy that was just non-social, totally but comfortable with his that, and, and the fact that he has Tourette's and, and, and doesn't let that get in his way because a lot of people, you know, you know, it's, Tourette's is a really really tough thing to, to like have. Um, and uh, I, I give Ryan Hall a lot of credit. I, I, I give Ryan Hall a lot of it credit. Explains him saying "fuck off." Exactly. No, no, that's <laughs> no, no, because the only and, the, and I would no, no, no. Rarely actually involves. <laughs> that's a very, uh, very. I was yeah, thinking that. I was thinking that honestly, and I was like, maybe that might have something to do with it. But then I remembered on the show, he goes, "I'm not one that like yells out obscenities. I just have a twitch in my face and my." Blinking a lot, and that's most people that have Tourette's. They, they, it's very, very. It's they think, oh, Tourette's, you go around cursing, and that's right. Well, because, that's not, because yeah. Hollywood and whatever has portrayed it that yeah, way. Well, that's the comical version of it. Yeah, uh, but but you know that that's the thing. That must be what he's doing when he just makes his face emotionless. Yeah, is he's trying to control that feature about himself. But what it comes off is, and again, to bring up Michael Myers, I felt like he was the Michael Myers of fighting, just this mask of just coming at you constantly. I was like, this guy's, it's he is by far the creepiest fighter in ever. <laughs> he is the CB Gold of fighting. Really? No. Maybe that's why he doesn't like you. Maybe you're taking his, uh, he's threatened by you. But uh, but that's, you know what, though? Listen, guys like CB Gold, uh, people, MMA is a very, very new sport. And, you know, people like CB Gold who are super fans, are, 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 they're the guys that are going to fucking get your autographs. They're the ones that are going to buy the things. Right, they're, they're the ones building that, your brand. They're the ones that are out there. They're going to get your posters, wear your T-shirts. It's not the people that like, you know, oh, MMA is cool with this, this, this week. I'm going to fucking like it this week. And next week it's going to be roller derby, okay? The, the guys like CB Gold are the ones who fucking, the super fans, the ones who made the sport and the ones who are going to keep making the sport yeah. when, when shit's not as high, when, when all of a sudden you don't have the McGregors and the Rouseys and the this and that. It's guys like CB. Yeah. So to say, to say fuck off to a guy is bullshit. And, and, you know, me as an entertainer, Greg's an entertainer, same with, uh, with, with uh, Gabe and Joe, you know, uh, <laughs> you you have no matter. Look, 
It's one thing if you're in a rush, and, 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 and maybe this could have been the case, okay? Maybe you have to go catch a, a flight, or maybe you have to, and you just can't, you don't physically have time to take a picture. Yeah. Maybe you're on the way to a fucking funeral, or maybe there's, there's an emergency. You don't know what Ryan Hall was dealing with, okay? You don't. So maybe there was a thing, but still saying fuck off isn't the way to do it. Like, sorry, can't. Can't right now. Yeah. Gotta go. No, hey, man, I know. That's, that's how you deal with it. You don't say fuck off to a fan. It just That's true. I mean, we wish we had fans. <laughs> that were trying to find us after shows and take a bunch of pictures, with, you know, and get us to shit. You know, when people stop me and they're like, hey, can we get a picture? I'm assuming they want me to take the picture of them, exactly. you know, <laughs> in front of, you know, the fountain. And nobody's, I, uh, I know, mean, and nobody's the biggest fan of this fucking guy. I mean, this guy yeah. literally had, like, has action figures and whatever the fuck. We, we have six tattoos. What are you so. going to do with Ryan Hall's pubes now? Are you going <laughs> to keep them in the collection? Anyways. <laughs> They're on his face. Your, 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 boy, your boy Anthony Smith is a fucking badass. Let oh, me tell he you is. that he's much an, right He's now. a good guy, too. He's a super good guy. He, was, he, he must have stopped for a grip of people on the days I was there. One of the nicest guys. But that oh, elbow the way, to the side of a fucking Mutopchik's head... Oh, it was crazy. By the way, if you guys think that Ryan Hall was rolling, he wasn't. CB actually had a Ryan Hall doll, and every time he poked it, <laughs> it actually forced him to collapse. Yeah, to collapse. That's right. It That'd be that, badass. That's what, yeah. that's what happened there. And so. then at the end of the fight, I throw it into the cage from the fucking <laughs> like, this is why you lost, fucker. Every time. All right, so we're calling Sarah McMahon right now. Uh, Sarah looked f- fucking amazing. At her did. fight. She looked fantastic. Uh, badass girl. I talked to her coach afterwards, too, about a few things. Who's like her coach? the triangle. Uh, it was her coach, Jimmy. Who? She was. I know she's in South Carolina, right? Yeah, she's, in, she's in Carolinas now. Hello? Hello. Is this the beautiful, badass Sarah McMahon? <laughs> this is Sarah McMahon. You're on the MA Rose to podcast. It's me, Adam Hunter. I'm here with Greg Wilson, hey. uh, Gabe, and CB. Congratulations! Oh! <laughs> yeah. Thank was, you so much. I was there. I was cage side. I sent you pictures I took of you. I was very proud of you. Thank you. Uh, you, you were one of the you and Jake were the reasons that I drove up. By the way, with my fiance, uh, big fan, and I told you I'd be there. And I was there. So, uh, hmm. <laughs> well, congratulations to you too, Adam. <laughs> so, uh, so Sarah, how do you feel? I feel really good. Um, I'm super healthy coming out of it. And, you know, I hear that they're going to have a quick turnaround. I'm going to have another fight soon. So that's exactly what I wanted. I mean, I'm pretty shocked that, uh, but I got a submission. I definitely would have thought something like I would have done something more on the feet, but I mean, obviously I'm super happy about giving a submission against a black belt and somebody I have a ton of respect for as far as, you know, grappling and fighting. So I got to talk about that. Now, when you were in that, uh, you got the arm triangle at first, you were on the other, the side that you shouldn't have been on. I'm not a big, look, I'm not even a white belt. But it seemed like everyone was like next to me was like, fuck, why is she on the wrong side? Why is she on the wrong side? And then you went to the right side and finished it. Was that on purpose or were you setting it up? Yeah, yeah. I always catch it on the opposite side. Um, so that's, that's very normal. It's harder for me to catch it on starting out on the correct side. But really, like um, when I get side control um, or even half guard, it's very easy for me to pass to the other side. I don't know if there's some kind of translation from wrestling or if it just makes sense to me, but 
anytime I want to knee slide over and change sides or knee slide to mount, I virtually never have a problem. And I don't know if it, I don't know what exactly makes it easier for me, but um, every time I lock the triangle up, I can actually finish that arm triangle from mount too. I don't have to have side control. Um, I know how to create the, the right kind of pressure to choke both sides of the neck. And that's what but, I was um, telling. I was telling Joey Varnex, man. I'm like, dude, you have no idea. He's like, she's not gonna finish it. I'm like, bro, look at those fucking arms. I'm like, her arms are so. <laughs> look at her shoulders. I'm like, D- this girl has not been in a position with a, a chick this jacked before. Hot. So uh, it's not even really my. It's not even my strength because it was, you know, it was choking before that. It's um, it's being able to figure out like, I don't know, but like some submissions, it's very hard for me just to find that sweet spot. But when it comes to like the Marcelo guillotine and and the arm triangle, like I can just find that anywhere on people. Like I'm I'm really good at picking out exactly how to hit those two moves. And so the, the arm triangle, I find them on my left side and my right side, and I can get them against pretty good people too. So once I have it like solidified in there, like I can just um, feel with my head and feel with my neck exactly where it needs to be cut off. Uh, I don't know. Other other things like a um, arm and guillotine. Oh my gosh! Like I probably couldn't finish an arm and guillotine to to save my life. But the arm triangle, like it just, I can find exactly how to like close the triangle off. So. Do you think it's your it's, butt? You think like the girls are so enamored by your ass that like it distracts them, and that's why you can go to the side. <laughs> Maybe if I was finding a girl that wasn't straight, she might struggle with that a little bit more. But. Right. <laughs> um, I'm like 99% certain that considering that Alexis Davis just had a baby and he's married, <laughs> he probably was not distracted by that. That's a very good point. <laughs> I so, was distracted by it. Yeah, right? Her butt is like, oh, it's insane. So good. It's, uh, you know, I'm me, I have, I'm, I have a fiance, so I wasn't looking at it, but I could see how guys... <laughs> I could see how guys <laughs> of would. You I could see how guys would be very distracted by that. Yes. Um, you weren't thinking about it at all later that night, were you, Adam? No, no, no. While, while my fiance's butt was on my face, I was yeah. not thinking of yours at all. Not <laughs> so, so, trust me on this. One. <laughs> now, um, now, now, you, you came out and you were just fucking rocking her with punches, and I was like, "Holy shit, Sarah throws hard!" But she took it. Were you surprised she's able to take your yeah. punches? Were you, were you surprised? No, no. I mean, um, a lot of girls have taken the, the punches, especially more in the first round. But I noticed that come second round, they stop engaging. Like they don't, they're not as willing to get there and get in the pocket with me anymore. And it always happens every single fight. And that's like one of my favorite moments of a fight is that I'm ready to sit there. I'm ready to get in the pocket and exchange and they don't want any part of it anymore. And that's when I know I'm really starting to get to them. Like the, the damage is accumulating because, um, I mean, I obviously really, really would like the knockout punch, but the, the knockout punch does not hurt, you know? Like, it just, you don't even really know. You wake up and you're like, oh, what happened? So, um, you know, like, the the damage, though, it'll accumulate. You know, they can only get hit that many times by me before they don't want to be in there with me anymore. And I, I just wait for that moment. I just keep firing, you know, and uh, wait for that point when I can see it in their eyes that they're, they don't want to be there anymore. Well, I, I was I was very impressed, and then I was actually well, she was throwing back, and I I was looking at your face, and there was a moment where you were like, "Fuck this!" Like you you you, you were getting pissed when she was landing. Were you were you hurt or were you just getting pissed? No, no. Okay, so I could feel it, and you know, like she's a good fighter, so like I could feel the punches. Um, 
And I mean, a couple of them she hit me with, it was harder than some of the girls that I've gone against, you know, like she threw some, some nice little, you know, combinations, but, um, no, what, um, one time I, right before I took her down, I got hit with something and I have no idea. I haven't watched it yet to see what it was, but I could feel something was wrong with my face. Like I could feel like my, um, part of my face went numb and I just knew immediately I was like, okay, something happened. Cause I'd never felt that ever in fighting. So I was like, oh, she's going to her back. And the game plan was to keep her on the feet and really beat her up and get a knockout or a TKO. Um, just because, you know, her, her, more of her threat is on the ground. So I was going to keep her on the feet because as a wrestler, I really get to choose where it goes. But as soon as I knew something might have been wrong with me, I was like, oh, she's going to her back. Like, it doesn't matter. I don't care how good she is. You know, I'm strong there. I can control people there. And I go with black belts, like, all the time. So I'm not, I wasn't worried about it. Um, but I had to figure out what was wrong with my, with my cheek and my, like, I could feel like part of my nose is a little numb. Don't get me wrong. I'm not really sad that my face felt a little numb because that's better than it being in pain. Yeah. But I was like, I didn't know if I was cut. I didn't know. I, I had no idea. Like when I once I took her down, I immediately started like assessing the damage. Like I was opening one eye and closing the other eye and seeing if my vision was affected. Like the last thing in the world I would want would be to continue when I have a detached retina, get hit more, and be blind for the rest of my life. And so were you, you thinking know, like about stopping the fight? I love – oh, no, no. I just wanted to see where I was at. I was going to protect myself. I would have taken it to the ground every single time because I can protect myself the best. Well, if I can put my hands on you, you know, I can make sure that you aren't causing damage to me. But, um, you know, like if, if, I'm, if I'm not and I'm open and on the feet – it, people are a lot harder control on the feet unless you've got your hands on them, you know? Right. So now, um, I would have then, if I, if I couldn't take it to the ground, I would have kept her on the cage. Now, when and she was, uh, when, uh, she was uh, elbowing you in the head when you were in her guard, I mean, was, was that, how, how painful is that? That really wasn't painful at all. Um, the only time that it actually bothered me is when it hit me on that side of my face. I knew something was wrong, and that's the only time I felt it. The other times, like, I don't know why, like maybe the top part of your head is a little bit harder, but I just didn't want her to like accumulate little points, you know? Well, Saturday but night, Greg really... couldn't feel his face either, but that's because he was on coke. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Nothing about Greg and cocaine. Uh, 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 oh. Gabe, what were you saying? How tight was that uh, triangle choke she had you in at the end of the first round? I can't hear. What, how how uh, tight was the triangle choke that she had you in? How tight was it? Yeah. Oh, that she had in? Yeah, like on a scale of like uh, oh. Kim Kardashian. No, no, I didn't to... feel. <laughs> <laughs> it, it didn't. It didn't feel tight. I was. I didn't feel threatened. I was thinking more about the elbows and making sure that the elbows didn't do any damage and hit that part of my face. But um, she. It was still like she had it locked up, but she still had it more in the setup stage. She was. I didn't even feel like a ton of tension on her legs, so I wasn't. I wasn't worried about it. Man, I was, I was so, a little bit more nervous when she went for the knee bar, you know, like that, that made me, you know, I had respect and I, and I felt comfortable in there, but you know, that had me a little bit more worried just cause like most people don't, jujitsu people will go for it more, but MMA fighters don't because sometimes they'll give up their back. So I'm just less frequently there. I'm way more frequently in triangles. I, I know when I've been in like a super dangerous triangle and, and I was, I felt okay there. I was not worried. No, uh, I was so happy for you, Sarah, and seeing you smiling there made, made me like really happy. 
Uh, I was really, really excited for you. Uh, Saturday night, did you did you go out and celebrate? Um, no, I didn't. I didn't go out. I went and I just hung out with uh, my friend. Oh, all right. That's oh yeah, <laughs> uh, a friend. Is, is your friend a boy with benefits? <laughs> yeah, he's a boy. Uh, and what does he do? Um, he's a fighter, also. Oh. Uh, is, is he in the UFC? No, no, he's not. So he had like a, you know, like regular career also. And when we first met, he really like fought more because he was just passionate about it and, you know, loved to do it. And I think that, you know, possibly going to UFCs with me and like getting a little bit more involved, like it's kind of sparked a passion. Like at some point he would like to to be in the UFC, but he still has like, He's just still working his way to, you know, growing his skill set and stuff like that. So, is he a coach of yours? I, I mean, if he is, he what? Is he one of your coaches? No. <laughs> oh my god! No comment. Oh, so you're dating one of your coaches, Sarah? What are you doing? No, he's not one of my, he's not one of my actual coaches. But he happens to just coach you a lot of times. No, no, no. Sarah, uh, look, Sarah, first of all, you go for your wrestling coach, then then you go for a 17-year-old. No. Uh, uh, now you're then you go for a guy who's an amateur fighter, and now a new coach. Uh, there's a pattern here, Sarah. There's no, no, a- no, he's not he's not a coach of mine. Okay. He definitely does not coach me. Does he live in South Carolina? No, no, he doesn't. So it's a long distance thing. Yeah, well, it's complicated. It's a complicated situation, uh-huh. but he's a friend, so. Uh-huh. Uh huh. All right. So you and him that night. Uh, now, are you t- are you are you tired? Is is he just like Sarah lay down, and then he just like goes <laughs> to work on you? <laughs> no, we just we just hung out. Uh huh. That is such bullshit. There's, there's no way that you guys didn't have like victory sex. I like it. I like it. <sighs> Victory sex is better than when you lose. Um, so that's good. So, nobody likes pity sex. Yeah, yeah nobody likes pity <laughs> sex. Uh, nobody even like, even pity blowjobs aren't good. I mean, I'll, I'll definitely take them, but uh, they're not as good. Yes. They're, 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 they're definitely not as good. You definitely feel like, you know, you're, this girl's doing you a favor. All right, so. She won't, she won't look you in the eye. It's yeah. terrible. Yeah, she won't look you right. Okay, so, so you didn't give any, so that night, okay, you and him, you, you guys go to Ghost Bar. I'm not talking about that night. We can talk about my fighting. Uh, I, I, I don't know. I think the fans more care more about that night, right? That's, so uh, I, I like it, though. All right. So how long have you been with this guy for? Um, I've been him for a long time. Oh, this is the guy He's you keep going on and off with. This is, the, this is the long distance guy? Oh, my God. Can we do an interview about my damn fight? All right. Okay. About your fight. Okay. So. <laughs> all right. So. <laughs> gotcha. Totally. Totally. You tell him, Sarah. Sounds like it's a different guy. I, I, yeah. I like it. Sarah, she always goes for these fighters, man. Like, hey, listen. She, it's what she loves. Yeah. She likes guys that are in shape and that yeah. she can boss around. I like it. <laughs> I actually, I don't, I don't want fighters. I don't. I promise you. But. Well, every single guy that we've talked to you has been a fighter or a wrestling coach or no. a college wrestler. Okay, so he wasn't a, the first guy wasn't a wrestling coach whenever I met him. He was a wrestler. Right. He ended up getting a job because he graduated college. This is like a long time ago. Yep. Um, which a lot of 
college wrestlers go into college coaching. Yeah. And then the next guy was a fighter. That that was not supposed to be anything. That wasn't supposed to be a relationship. I was supposed to be moving. So I, didn't, I was more like, ah, screw it. And it developed into more. And then, no, um, oh, I swear to God, I'm not trying to. It's just that I can't help what I'm attracted to. And I'm around it. And... Now, who's making the first They're move, though? I mean, are you like, hey, what are you doing afterwards? You want to do some extra rolling? Or, or, or is it... is it <laughs> Some extra rolling, yeah. <laughs> or, or is it... Are you asking me if I, if I approach them? Yeah, are you approaching them or are they approaching you? Oh, hell no. Are you kidding me? Oh, so yeah, they're coming after you. They're coming after you, and you're like, hey, you look really good. It sounds like these guys are also younger. Like, you know, are you robbing the cradle? Are these like 20-year-old dudes? Yeah, yeah. I mean, Sarah's 50, so Sarah's 50. No, she... (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I don't, like, look at their driver's license when they first start talking. Ah, you're robbing the cradle! (laughs) Taking those sweet little babies home, teaching them some lessons. I don't like, like... They're a little bit younger. They're, they're, they Good seem like, for you. Live your life. Now, I just, I just like, if I was a, My like, one friend was like, screw it. If you can pull 20-something-year-olds, you know, do it. I was like, shut up. Don't make me sound like that. It's no. not what it is. It's that... Sarah, you no, do you. Listen, you like, do I did, you. I mean... I hit a, You know... I what? You, you just do you. I mean, look, you're, you're a good mom. You got a good job. You're working really hard. And, you know, if guys, you want to get these young guys and they put on your metal during sex, let them do it, you know? That's <laughs> <laughs> not how it goes. They're, um, it's just that I meet people. And sometimes I meet guys that are my age. Sometimes I meet guys that are, because they're like coaches or whatever. And sometimes they're older. And sometimes they're way younger. I have to be like, holy crap, like... Hats off to you for trying, dude, but you're like 20 years old. Like, right. no. Right. <laughs> but, um, you know, I applaud your, you know, tenacity. But, um, no, I think it's just, um, for me, it's whoever I connect with. And if I connect with them and I like them and they're cool people and they have their shit together and they're good guys, then I'll give them a chance. Do you, you guys know? connect over Pokemon Go? <laughs> 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 no. no. I was gonna say, do you I'm earn mom. a little? Do you earn I, a little? They better be. They they have to actually be. They're younger, but they still have to actually be like pretty fucking awesome. Because yeah. I'm not. They play Connect Four. I don't have any tolerance yeah. for young, immature people. Right, right. Listen. And you earn a little side money because their parents pay you for the babysitting. Sarah, you have listen. You have <laughs> Sarah. Listen, you are you are a catch. You have silver medal vagina. Okay. So, oh, so, hey. <laughs> I'm just okay. Saying. That's gold medal, bitch. Did, oh, go, gold you, medal. did gold you just make her second place? She won gold medal vagina. Yeah, you won the first, first place. First place. Yeah, oh you have you have gold medal vagina. That's, that's wow. That's right. I thought you took second. A gold medal vagina. Gold medal, <laughs> bitch. Yes, gold medal. Right. That's like I mean. Did you just call her a bitch. No, not yet. No, 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 you Greg. are digging a hell of a hole here today. Greg, you said that you'd hook up with Caitlyn Jenner yeah. because yes. Because why? Why? why, does, why uh, but what does that have to do with what you, you said just she, said about her no, body? Because you said she has gold because he's. He's a, he's, a, he's a gold medalist, right? Listen, yes, oh. it, it was gold medal trans ass. Right. So that's a 0.001% ass. Right. So well, this is gold medal. She's- hey, I'm into this too. Sarah, listen, if I were single, <laughs> yes, I would be all up in that gold medal award winning Punani. Yes. <laughs> 
Because I'm, uh, you know, but <laughs> unfortunately, I think I may be too old for you because I'm well over 20 years yes. old. Yes. So, Sarah, what we're saying is you're a catch. You are, you are, you are quite a catch. Yes. In oh. the worst way possible. Well, that's I what appreciate we're saying. it. <laughs> well, yes. I try yeah. to be a catch. Yeah, you are a I catch. And an awesome fighter. We loved watching you fight this weekend. No, but yeah, and you're an, and you're and she's an, you're a sweet person. You're a nice person. That's 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 the most important. Did thing. you already tell her that that judo throw she hit was fucking ridiculous? That judo throw was ridiculous. That was beautiful. It was. Now, um, I do. I'm a wrestler, and I'm not wearing a gi. That is not a judo throw. That is a wrestling throw. Oh, Look at freestyle wrestling. Oh, <laughs> okay. Hello. Listen. So, um, just so you know, we throw in wrestling. Yes. We throw with uh, just a singlet on. So. That's what I hit. Yes, she had a right. CB, listen, you come. Yeah, like, I fucked up. I was talking to your coach after <laughs> your fight too, and he was even like, "That was a judo throw." But I, I'm wrong. Yes. I'm wrong. No, it's okay. So Sarah, so where are you now in the rankings? Because I feel like people don't want to fight you because you're you're they're not they're, you're a huge threat. Uh, you're number four right now. Are you now number four? I don't know. I have no idea. I really like the rankings are so strange to me because I cannot fight. And I could be a certain ranking, and then I suddenly go up, and I still haven't even fought. And right. then sometimes I can go down, and you know, like I fought somebody and beat them, and I'm not changed. So I really, the, I'm the rankings are a complete mystery to me. So I don't know where I'm ranked right now, but so who do you want? Who do you want to fight next? Number seven. You're ranked number seven. Okay, so the who do you want? Rhonda and Amanda. Rhonda, and, the winner of Rhonda and Amanda. Now, uh, yeah. uh, Pena is fighting. Who's she fighting? Shevchenko, Shevchenko, which has to be a number one contender. Uh, do you want to fight the winner of that? No, I want to fight the winner of who I just said. <laughs> okay, no. okay. Now, uh, now, I mean, like, I didn't know that they were fighting, and I that'd be fine to fight actually either one of those girls, like whoever won. I'm totally cool with that. But you know, like the the title shot or the title contender shot. That's what I'm interested in. I feel like you need to be made, like, maybe you should be more, I know it's not your style, but are you calling people out on, on like, Twitter? Are you saying, like, hey, Rhonda, Amanda, I want that, the one. That is a, that's an illusion of control. That's an illusion of getting things done. They say, oh, well, be more active and call people out. It doesn't get you anywhere. They're going to fight who they want to fight. I got my title shot against Rhonda, and I never once called it out. And then I've called people out since then, and I... One time it ever worked was against Misha, ever. But any other time I've done it, it doesn't even do anything. The UFC is going to push you against who they want to put you against. So, I mean, I'm never going to be the heel. That's just not my style. I absolutely refuse to do it. I'm just going to be who I am. And if they want to, if they want to put me against other people who are ranked lower than me, I'll just go out there and demolish them and say, "Give me a title shot," you know. <laughs> I love I'm it. I'm hitting my stride. I'm going to beat the crap out of everybody. I mean, I'm 36, so I really hope they don't make me wait too long. But, uh, you know, like, now, I'm, are you I'm getting are you getting paid to I go around it. doing public speaking at all? Am I what? Are you doing any kind of public speaking tour? Cause I feel like you would you, you would bank in like public speaking. So I just started to get into that. Like, I'm getting a, a publicist. I've done some stuff on my own, but I think that they could get me, you know, like bigger jobs or more frequent jobs. The only thing is that I have to balance that, um, that in seminars, I balance it with um, my training and, and Bella. So I don't ever want, I want to start doing that and I want to have like a little foot in the door, but I don't want to get so... 
Yeah, but you can so make some serious ca- cash quick. I mean, I'm talking about like if you if you went to conferences, you could probably pull twenty twenty five thousand a fucking like because you're a you're a gold medalist, you're a fighter, you're an inspiration. You're I'm a I'm a silver medalist. Silver medalist. So why were you guys saying? Was you I, she was saying it. Why do no, you think I was I, saying that? You said <laughs> okay. She I'm won the silver. She, she won the but silver. But you're saying she had silver medal. Vagina. Vagina. And she's saying but she got- has gold metal oh, vagina. Oh, okay. <laughs> this whole time I'm beating myself up going, I thought she, I thought she was a silver. Okay, all right. But thank when you, you say now, hers yeah, in second place, oh. you're kind of talking her down a I, little bit. I was making a joke. Okay, I okay. actually met the chick yeah. uh, who, be, uh, who beat her and yeah. got the gold medal through Tinder. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, last you hear night. that? Gabe had a Tinder date with the girl that beat you. Kaori, I think her name was. How did it go? Yeah, right. Good. No, seriously. Was, what, what yeah, was she, she was uh, a... <laughs> really? Wait, what was her name? Uh, Kaori, I think. Was a girl named Kiori? I, she was training at UCLA, uh, getting ready for. What, wait, what was her name? Kiori Icho. Kiori Icho. Kiori Icho. That's so what you went over. So Gabe, K-O-R-E. Gabe, the, the creepiest guy you'll ever meet in your life, right. uh, a comedian. <laughs> so did you go on? A, did you go on a, a date with her? Yeah. How how did it go? Good. Did you hook up with her? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I mean, He's I don't so want to really get into it. But. What? <laughs> Sarah doesn't believe you. No, no. Honestly, Sarah, I'm not kidding. Gabe is not a liar. One thing, he's a lot of things, okay? But he's not a liar. He lives in Japan. Yeah, she was in town for like a couple of weeks. She, uh, she had a, a wrestling tournament in Vegas, and she was staying in L.A. training at UCLA. She was training at UCLA. So, so uh, Sarah, this is true. And how did the date go? And she was on Tinder. Yes. Yeah, we met on Tinder. <laughs> and ha- and ha- wait, how did it go? Good. So where, where did you take her? Uh, we just uh, we had a meal and then... Uh, a meal? <laughs> Yes, and then we we hung out. Did you did you did you, did you guys kiss? Yeah, man. Did you have sex with her? Dude, let's not dig in, but it went well, yeah. Sarah you had sex with her? He had se- and which is almost barely I having sex at all. What? Okay, I can't so hear what he's okay, he's saying okay. He met this girl. She was in. She was at UCLA training. She had a tournament in Vegas. He met her on Tinder. They had a meal. And he made out with her and finger blasted her, right? Something like that. Yeah. And Sarah, you're calling bullshit? I'm throwing bullshit flag on that one. That she's the four-time Olympic gold medalist, and she happened to be in UCLA. Ah, that's, well, that's, that's where she was training. She was, she was training at UCLA. <laughs> Honestly, I... I'm wait, wait, wait. Hold on a second. Did she speak English? Speak English. Yeah. Yes. Nope. Wasn't her. Wasn't her. <laughs> It was another Asian girl pretending to be her. They do all look alike. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. She doesn't. She doesn't. Uh, she doesn't speak English. She's saying she doesn't speak English. I mean, she doesn't speak si- like her the, sister. Uh, she... Her sister translated for her. Uh, no. I don't know. I, you think maybe. Do you think maybe it was a girl who said she was this girl? <laughs> I mean, uh, I believe her. You believe I her? She was, I could tell uh, she was a wrestler. Dude. She was catfish. She. she, she, she like, got catfish. You got <laughs> Does she have cauliflower ear? Uh, I don't think so. But, no. uh, but she was I don't fucking think strong. She already has cauliflower she, she, ear. Wait, she, wait, she was strong, but you're 112 pounds. Everyone's strong <laughs> compared to you. <laughs> I, I think I, I believe it was her. Yeah, all right. Okay. Oh, I, I, all right. Listen. So this this has been the weirdest interview, but I like it. I, I think it's going good. So Sarah McMahon has a guy she's dating long distance. They 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 do booty calls. They have a good time together, but it's nothing. No, serious. that's not how it is. <laughs> but it's it's not. <laughs> it, 
it's nothing serious. Oh nothing serious, right? I mean, it is serious enough where you like him, but he he he, he doesn't want to move to South Carolina. You don't want to move to where is he? Where where does this guy live? Colorado. No, no, Georgia. Georgia. Okay. Oh, it's not that far. Not that far. Not that far. All right. So it's not, listen. Listen. Tell this guy he's an idiot. Okay. If I he should be. <laughs> tell this guy that I said he's an idiot. He should be. He should have a ring on your finger. Right, he should, he should be worshiping you. Okay. Not this guy who's no, like. No, that's not how it works. It's, it's how it works. Not any guy who has self respect and you know, isn't just wooed by. Uh, a person's accomplishments and actually like thinks about who they are and if they're right together. And but you're a nice person. You have character, life. though. You're a, you're a role model and you have character. You're an honest person and you're a yeah. sweetheart. No, and- that's that's not the problem. You know, it's not that there's anything wrong with me. You know, but it's it's not. You know, things are not easy. Relationships are not always. Is he married? Dry. You know. <laughs> Is he married? Oh, God, no. Oh, okay. No, I would never be with somebody who was Is married. he at least 18? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. If he was, I'd be like, you're too old for me. Ew. Disgusting. <laughs> you have a, I'd be like, do you have a little brother? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes! Sarah McMahon, second career. I have car- to make fun of myself for she, getting younger guys. Second career <laughs> she a just clinched. Did she just clinch at Miss MMA Roasted? Sarah, why don't, like why don't you change your name to The Cougar? Like that would honestly like Ooh, that would be great. I'm a puma. Excuse me. I have to be fifty to be a cougar. Okay. No, that's not true. It's a, it's a puma. So why don't I'm you be Sarah the Puma here. McMahon? That would be that would be a good nickname. <laughs> and then and after you beat the guy, you steal his like you, you like steal her or the girl, you like steal her younger brother or something. That could be like your right? Yeah, yeah. The Puma? That'd be good. Yeah, exactly. The Puma. The Puma or the, the Wildcat. Wild <laughs> yeah. that, they can make that sound <laughs> like anytime you win like, oh my god that would be awesome it goes from uh, it goes from puma the cougar to mountain lion right that's the right there is that the way it goes yeah uh, i didn't, I didn't know there was a level after cougar <laughs> yeah there's mountain lion then saber tooth tiger and uh, <laughs> I like it. Wait, so you don't think that, that? So I'm telling you. So Gabe, you're you're convinced it was the girl that wrestled with Sarah? Uh, yeah, I'm. Yeah, man. <laughs> All right. Did, now, okay. I mean, it's possible. Maybe she learned English. Maybe she, for some reason, was in town. I, I mean, mean, like she didn't sound like she grew up in a, here, I'm but saying, she knew enough to I'm communicate. Saying, like I threw the bullshit flag on that one. I just but. can't believe the most crazy thing of the story is that Gabe actually hooked up with her. That that's uh that I mean that's crazy. Good for you, Gabe. You you got you got skill, huh? Yeah, but she disappeared. She fell off the map after that one time. Well, she went back to Japan. Yeah, either <laughs> that or Gabe buried her. But like, even in texting and stuff, she just disappeared. Greg, really? it just looks like your mind's working through this whole thing. She used you. She used them. She used them apparently. Now, did you did you guys mention Sarah at all? Uh, no. You didn't mention really. You didn't say you were a big UFC fan or. I did, but I didn't m- mention uh. Sarah? Uh-uh. Hmm. All right. Well, listen, Sarah, when are you coming out to L.A.? Anytime soon? I have no idea. It would be awesome to go out there, though. I haven't. I don't think I've ever actually been to L.A. I'm, maybe I've been there for some interviews and stuff, but I haven't really been out there. I go more like San Diego. You're, I've been to Santa Ana. But. You were with Alexa Connors in Costa Mesa for her Invicta fight. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, well, for creepiest statement of all time (laughs) has gone decisively. I'm glad glad 2016 didn't end. 
Without you winning that award. <laughs> that was so creepy. Because <laughs> you guys weren't at the event, too. Whatever. You're such a stalker. That was so... I like how you're telling her. So where is she going tonight, Sarah, by the way? Uh, I, I don't know. All right. I got tonight, you. Sarah's planning to have dinner at Carabas. Yes. A nice, inexpensive Italian meal. <laughs> yes. I'm going to actually be her waiter. She doesn't know that. Neither does a waiter. At least they're good about knowing it's Italian food. <laughs> <laughs> and, well and, then, and then, then what are you doing? Great, now she thinks that you're me. And then I'm going to take her I'm gonna take her out to a, a movie. Right. Right, where I will murder her. Oh, mm-hmm. wow. That's, uh, that's, that's, that's very... This place went really dark really quick. All right. <laughs> so, Sarah, listen. So, Sarah, you want the winner of... Ron- now, who do you think wins, by the way? Rhonda or... Uh, uh, Nunez. Nunez. If I were betting, I would bet on Rhonda. Me too. Um, but, I mean, that's, it's going to be a really great fight, you know? Like it, I, I think it's going to be a very close call and it could go either way. Are you going to be there? If I, were, if I were forced to put money... Um, no, I didn't have plans to go there. Um, I might though. It depends. I might end up flying out just to come and watch it. It's a good event. I'm doing shows that whole week in Vegas. I would love for you to come to a show. I promise you last time you got upset that I didn't make jokes about you. I will have at least five jokes about you. Uh, so. All right. That w- I would enjoy that. And I'm going to get a fake ID that says I'm 22. <laughs> <laughs> you think you could last in bed with Sarah McMahon? She would, she would, That's she would, a little on the old end. She would, you know, eat, really she would, get, she would eat you up, dude. I would go a little younger. It's she, not, it, listen, I will last yeah. as long as I last. Yeah. And I will I'll be fine with that. <laughs> I will take the decision. <laughs> I think it'll be a first round stoppage. I think it would be. I'll take the stoppage. I'll be fine. Yes. You know, look like you're going through puberty. We might we might talk then. All oh, right. Well, nice. I, you know, I did ask for a new Huffy bike for Christmas. So maybe, maybe I'll talking. roll up on you in Vegas. I love it. Well, listen, Sarah, congratulations. You are a brilliant fighter. You're a great person. Love having you on the show. Thank you so much for taking the time out of your day to be on our podcast. All right. Awesome. Thank you. Thanks, Sarah. Take care. All right, that was Sarah. That was Sarah McMahon. How cool is that? How cool is Sarah? Yeah, hang up the phone this time. You you were the worst. At it. Uh, He's fun. like, all right, now Sarah McMahon. She's like, okay, bye guys. Like, okay, we were supposed to be done already. She's she's great. She's great. She's great. She's the best. She's the best. She rolls with the punches. She dates younger dudes. She's fucking. She's awesome. Yeah. That's, that's What's so, not to love about Sarah McMahon? Nothing. 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 She takes time every day to talk to us. Jesus, right? Right? Yeah, exactly. She By the way, CB, she has CB graffer. <laughs> didn't graffer this. What week. was that weird? What was that? That was the creepiest day you were with. Yeah. <laughs> no, because she said she wasn't in LA and she cornered Alexa Connors in her Invicta fight. God you were there, you were, fish, you were, and so Yes, were you. but I don't know all these parts of. I'm there. As you a, didn't see Sarah McMahon, and I, you're in Los Angeles. I, I, we did see her. She, well, Orange County isn't Los Angeles it's, technically, but, but we didn't follow her from her home, <laughs> hide in her luggage, travel with her. I wouldn't go all the way to South Carolina to travel all the way you back to LA. You, fucking, yes, you, you missed your calling, bro. You should have been in the CIA or the fucking. You say this all the time. <laughs> FBI and or you're a right. A personal. No, detective. no, no. The circus. <laughs> the circus and not like even anything cool like the guy that shovels up the fucking elephant shit and then children disappear you know and they're like well we don't know where they went but the circus was in town <laughs> you don't think he would be great as like what a the 
fuck? You'd be a great like. No, because I don't give a shit about detective. fucking terrorists or anything like that. You know who you are. I care about fighters and MMA. I don't You're Pennywise from It. That's who you are. Who? I see it. Okay. For those of you that are <laughs> listening to the podcast who read books. Reference that we don't know. You know, thank you, Stephen King. Pennywise is the creepiest clown in the okay, fucking are you I know okay, Pennywise is the like, punk fucking band. nodding off. Are you, are you on heroin? What's well, going on with you? He fucking smoked three times while on that phone call. He has smoked three, three times. <laughs> you, you wake up and you smoke weed, right? I mean, like. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Wait, how, how old are you? 29. Hey, he's got some time on that still. Yeah. By the way, your bet's fucking... Uh, were shitty this week. They were great, except they ended up shitty. I mean, I, I got... Uh, <laughs> 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 great. If they wind up shitty, they're shitty. Okay, that is I how that works. I only you can't two. start out great. I felt great. They ended the fight in the second round. All my fucking calls would have come in, but they kept going to the third round, and then they fell apart. So when, I, when I typed them up on my computer, they looked no, great. I had, I had them collated and everything. You, you were two for four. How was that great? Yeah, I mean, uh, I, I hit the... The Moyle, she was an underdog. Yeah. Ryan Hall. Yeah. Good odds on that. And okay. then missed Ellenberger. <laughs> I'm so, I, I hate that he was a dick to you because I came out of that fight a fan of Ryan Hall. <laughs> I was so a huge fan of his before that whole interaction. He's so fucking creepy. I was. Yeah. I've never seen anyone more dead faced in my like. Just oh come but on. No, but listen, you, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> like, aside from some of the women I've loved, but it, getting fifty percent right is like an, an F in school. That is an F. It's you an have F. to get sixty. I mean, so how do you not get an F this week? Uh, yeah, I didn't do well. I lost, I'm not, I lost money. No one's 100%. No, he's not. Otherwise, it, it wouldn't be gambling. No, but when he wins, I get 37 fucking texts about how, how smart he is. But the good part is uh, <laughs> two, two, two of those in the parlay were like good lines. So if you bet straight, you would have done all right. You know what I mean? Yeah, but Cause, we never... Because parlays are usually for big favorites and stuff. Right, right, right. Well, I don't know. Not if you're Adam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. No, yeah, that, no that's kidding. why I stopped. That fucking. That, I had a I had a six to one lose. I know. We haven't heard heard about you betting in a while. I have a, I I'm proud of that you. That fucking John Dotson one. I, when I lost three, out of, when Lenniker I lost three out of four, and, and the only one I won was the underdog, Marino. and and the three favorites lost. I go, I go. Whoa, this is the way dude, it goes. That's speak, why it's still gambling. You never know how this shit's gonna cut. Speaking of that parlay. Because Brandon Moreno won when he wasn't supposed to. That yeah. guy's a fucking warrior. His fight with Ryan Benoit was yeah. amazing. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's a great he's, fight. He's crazy. He's good. He he's, needs he's, to learn English. He's really great. The funny part was that he wins, and Dana, Dana White, man. Dana White! I give Dana credit, man, but like... <laughs> that's, what, that's what you're saying? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, sitting, I'm sitting behind Dana White. <laughs> you look White. Very nervous. Oh, right, okay, right. You look very nervous right there. Uh, I'm sitting behind Dana okay. White Sorry, and BJ Penn. And those guys, the entire event, I mean, they must have taken a, a thousand photos. Like, they can't watch the fights. They're trying to no, watch the fights. I saw them. Everybody and, was and walking up And there's a fucking line. And kids. So you can't say, I mean, and the whole time. And Dana's on his phone texting. I'm like, this dude doesn't have time to watch the fights while he's at the fights. Yeah. <laughs> and he's the president of the UFC. And he's just answering fucking, like, uh, he's got, like, seven phones. I'm like, Jesus Christ. So when Moreno wins the biggest fight of his life to, the, to, to, to this date mm. and then looks down and he's like, fucking Dana White and the president of UFC is in the middle of a conversation. I'm like, holy fuck. Like, this dude, it's just, it was just... And he waited of, and kept going kind of and surreal. going until like, Dana he turned it around and then he's like, I want top 10. I want top 10. And you know what? Moreno, I mean, he's young. He's hungry. He's talented. He's good. It's a good fight. Uh, ben, Brian L- Benoit... Losing on tough might have been the best thing that could have happened for him. Maybe. Uh, but that was a good fight. I felt a little bit bad for Kylan Kerr and I like her a lot. Yeah. I just, you know what? She's lost, I think, three out of four now. And... Uh, 
it, it might be one of those things like an Angela Hill situation where she goes to Invicta, she gets her confidence back, she fights girls that aren't at that level. Eventually, she yeah. comes back up because she's she's got she's got the skills. She has skills. And Moyle is a tough girl, a oh. good wrestler, but there's just it's just. I don't know. Something's not adding up. It's like it's like, and she busted. That her was up. one of those fights where Jamie Moyle like was clearly winning the fight, yeah. but looked like she yeah. was losing the fight. She was but busted. Other, up like her bad. face got all puffed up real fast, and and just and she looked like she took but, a beating, but, she was, but she was dominating the fight. But the other girl, it's like it's almost like if you have like a good quarterback, good running back, good defense, but you're losing games still. It's sort of like same thing with Kylan. It's like she has all the right parts. It looks like, but she just can't put it together. Yeah, well, in a she fight. did that night. And well, I, I will say, um, Jamie came to outside of the arena like yeah. a couple hours after her fight. Yeah, because. If you remember, you were there like that early. She had a whole section up in the in the top of the third that was like forty deep, yeah. And they were fucking screaming. But she came up and she looked really bad in the fight. And in terms of like the, when she was busted up, but when she came back, um, I saw her. She had like ten stitches right like on her eyebrow above the eye. Other than that, like the eye was a little bit swollen and black and blue. Did you but, graph the stitches? No. All right, go on. And then, but like the rest of her face, it's just, it must have been like the spread of yeah, the blood yeah, during the fight, whatever. But she didn't look as bad after, but she said, yeah, I took t- 10, 12 stitches in the back. So funny. Right I'm, like, I'm, like with yeah. my, I'm like with my girl, and I, she's like, oh, she's like really looked very distressed. And it's funny because my girl works in the hair product, works with Tony and Guy. She does the digital for Tony uh, and Guy hair cool. product. So I'm like, I'm like, what's Get the matter? Give me some product, bro. I'm like, I go, what's the matter, Bree? For what? The front. <laughs> so I, I asked Bree, I'm like, what's the matter? She's like, I don't know how she's going to get the blood out of her hair. They, like, she was more concerned. <laughs> oh, Kylan? Yeah, yeah, she, yeah was more, she was more concerned that the blood was going to, like, not the, her oh, face. Oh, man, when Moyle, uh, and that's the thing, because I've been home watching these, and, and my fiance is doing the Christmas decorating with her friend Carrie around them, and they don't, they don't like you see blood. <laughs> and her, when you see her, she gets her down, and she has her face over her shoulder, and I guess something opened up on her, and it just squirted all over uh, 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 Kaylin's shoulder. And I wanted to roll it back and show that to him. I was like, you got to see this girl squirt this blood. Oh, like she, because she really was bleeding everywhere. Oh, crazy. So this, well, Kylin, the cut over her eye was, 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 was really. That was 12 stitches to yeah, close it Yeah, it was up. brutal. It but Kylin, Kylin, when she came back out and she went to watch Demetrius, her hair was fine. It was out. Yeah. So this week, Friday and Saturday. Uh, Were you there when she washed it? <laughs> I was waiting for her in the sink. And uh, I actually was inside the bottle of shampoo. And then I came out and made my way around the follicles <laughs> I grab I gra- by the way I don't know if you noticed or not but Sarah thought you doing my voice was still me well and I had I to say, clarify people find me quick. more interesting <laughs> me doing that's you that's not even is, the point that I'm getting me across me doing you is still better than you <laughs> <laughs> sorry what was the point love <laughs> I love you, CB. You're a great guy. I just take got, it. Guys, I have a new favorite fighter, uh, one, <laughs> one whole cock. He's recently become my favorite. Oh, thanks. Thank you very much. <laughs> I fight a very hard. <laughs> Dominate another man is the greatest pressure you can receive next to being peed on by CB Girl. But, but you lost the fight, the though. fuck? Yes, but I celebrate by getting peed on by CB Girl. CB peed on you? What, yeah. what about, uh, how did you, what do you think of your uh, Chinese friend, Dong Yun Kim, who won over the weekend? Or Dong Yun Kim can suck my Kim Young Dong. <laughs> <laughs> Why? 
because uh, this is uh, my octagon. Uh, this is uh, my world. So you don't like Dong Young Kim? I don't like uh, Dong Kim Young. I uh, Dong Young Kim. Either way, suck on my Dong Kim. <laughs> Now, uh, by the way, we had, there was somebody that emailed me saying that they bet on you because that you you just look sound and unbeatable on the podcast. I am unbeatable, <laughs> but the decision does not reflect the victory. <laughs> they simply did not feel the way that I felt about the fight. <laughs> but normally, the judge. I won in the spirit world. But in the spirit world, is that how they actually give out bonuses? To my ancestors, I am great champion. <laughs> okay, fine, but in that, but people betting on you lost though. Well, they work in the real world, and this is not my problem. <laughs> All right, listen. You're not going to get anywhere with You are right a now. very philosophical, uh, philosophical philosopher. You're a very philosophical guy. You're uh, good with the words. <laughs> yeah, great with words. <laughs> when, can, when can we expect to see you uh, back in action again? Well, if you come by my room, <laughs> you will see some hot action tonight. Really? Are you going to bang somebody? Or? Yes, a CB Gold. <laughs> You're going to bang CB Gold? <laughs> yes. I didn't know that you were gay. But I'm going to use the penis of someone he murdered. Wow, to uh, have sex with him? Yes. Oh, wow. You're going to chop. So someone's cock you're going to put into CB's ass? Yes. And not just the, his ass. Yes, uh, I'm going to put it in his nostrils too. Wow. Well, Speaking of which, did, you, did anybody see the fucking, the attempt at a meme of me fucking Gabby Garcia? That was a great meme. Attempt. It was I thought, so, I thought it pretty good too. No, but it, was, it wasn't Joe Jaggy. I know. I don't know where Joe's been. I, I think he listens I, like once a month and, and catches then, up on yeah, all yeah. the shows and then just floods us with memes. Yeah. So anyway, no, he uh, did say his wife was getting on to him for being too involved. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, he has to spend time with family during the holiday. And his little kid, his kid is so cute. His name is Action. Well, we can't all scream. We can't all scream and get our, our Thanksgiving guests to go out on a balcony because we're watching a Cowboys game. All right. Okay. All right. <laughs> Magic on the mic. <laughs> so that's uh, why he's the stats guy. <laughs> <laughs> so all right, this this Friday night, <laughs> you've been listening to comedy attempts with stats guys. See me go. We should call him Dead Air. So, <laughs> so all right, that should be your fighter name. Dead Air. CB Dead Air Gold. All right. This week, uh, Derek Lewis is fighting. Uh, Abdurakamov. Is that how I say it, TB? Abdurahimov. Abdurahimov. What is it? Abdurahimov. Abdurahimov. Himov. Who's going to win this fight? Derek Lewis. Yeah? Knockout. All right. Within two. Now, you would think that, like, what's up with these guys with the unibrow? I, you would think that you're taking a picture... Just shave the unibrow, right? Yeah, but where they're like from, it. that's like manlier to have, like, I think. They don't really? really? Shit about it, yeah. Like, it's manly to have one unibrow? Yeah, having hair, I think, is manly. It's like, to shave it is not manly. I think that's how they... Spoken like a true Armenian. <laughs> yeah. Really? I think, I think if a guy shaves his eyebrow where he's from, he's considered gay. Really? Yeah, they're like super hardcore. When you say where he's from, you mean prison? <laughs> like like the, the, the hard now, streets I, of Russia. Wait, how do you know this? Because Ru- Russians are like that. Yeah? Have you, you hung out a lot of Russians? Yeah. And they have unibrows? Uh, no, but this guy's like uh, more hairy than the, most Russians. He's, like, he's pretty hairy. He's yeah, Dagestani. Like, no, yeah, I'm looking Shamil Abdurahimov. So, yeah, all right. So, uh, also on the card. He's definitely one of the extras from Taken. Uh, Anthony Hamilton <laughs> is taking on... Uh, Nganu, who's Nganu? Francis Nganu, that guy's a beast. Yeah. So who's who? All right. So give me your picks on, on uh, who's gonna win the Lewis fight. Uh, Lewis, by knockout. Uh, yeah, TKO. Are you are you, are you gonna bet on it? Um, I'll put him in the parlay. And then uh, who's gonna win the Hamilton versus uh, Hamilton's a beast as well. I like Nganu, but uh, uh, he, he's like minus six hundred. Not worth it. 
if I was betting, I'd bet on Anthony Hamilton at plus four fifty. Yeah, right. That seems like a, all right. And then also Anderson versus O'Connell. Holy fuck! What? That's that's like a war right there. Yeah, O'Connell gets hit a lot. Got, he so, trades. Anderson's a good fighter. It should be good. Uh, GM Velate, who's Sarafov or Safarov? Who's that? Newcomer, promotional newcomer, the Russian guy. I think he's working for Trump. Undefeated. <laughs> he, just, he just got added a few days ago. Un- undefeated knockout artist. All right, uh, a girl who I like, who I'm friends with, Justine Kish. Cool chick. Super cool. We hung out in Invicta. Who's this Yoder chick? She was on the Ultimate Fighter. She just won in Invicta like three weeks ago or something. Oh, she won. Yeah. She's great jujitsu. Yeah, yeah. Right? She she, She beat a... Yeah, yeah. She beat a good girl, too. uh, No, who'd she beat? She beat someone good because I I had her on the show before. A little girl. Yeah, Yoder's fighting on that short notice? Yeah. yeah. Wow. Against Justine Kish? Who wins this fight? Uh, I think Kish, better striking. Keeps I don't know. That Yoder chick's good grappler. Yeah, uh, good, Kish hasn't fight. fought in a long time. It's been about like two years since she's fought. Three years, maybe. No, it's been like one, I think. Is she, this is the ultimate fighter? 15-pounders? No, she, she's had one, she had one fight, fight, I think, yeah. In the UFC? The fighter, yeah. Did she win? Yeah. All right. Uh, uh, Brian Camozzi, Chris's brother, is taking on uh, Brown uh, from... Uh, the, the f- looking for a fight yeah, show. I was gonna say Randy Brown's from looking for a fight. Uh, I got Brian Carmozzi for some reason. He's taking on Rude Boy. I'm, I'm interested to see how he looks. You know, especially coming in like Chris's brother. You always you, with the siblings. You're always wondering: do they fight the same? Is it kind of the same thing? And how are they gonna look? And who would be better? And I'm excited for Brian's debut. Uh, Keith Barish, whose nickname is She Bang Bang. <laughs> against Ryan James. What? She Bang Bang. I, I have no idea on this way. Uh, I like She Bang Bang, though. I'm def- that's a great fucking nickname. She Bang Bang? Come on. That's that's great. Who fucking... Yeah, and then Hot Sauce is fighting against Andrew Sanchez. Hot Sauce has uh, had a rough fight his last fight, but... No, he won. What do you mean? He won? Yeah, we had him on the shaft right after. Oh, yeah. Who, 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 who do you beat? Joe Gigliotti. Unanimous decision. He dominated him. Okay. He lost his first fight. We had him. We had him on before that, actually, when he just got signed. All right. So that's uh, you. That's Albany. Kind of a weaker card, but you never know. Those are sometimes you the best. You got Juliana Lima and J.J. Eldridge, is, too. Is it straight up just on Fight Pass, or is it a fight night? Uh, it's, it's Fight Pass only. Fight Pass only. But I'm going to watch it. And then... UFC oh, 206, Max Holloway, oh, Anthony shit. Pettis. This is Friday. Oh, yeah, fuck. this Saturday night, Holloway Pettis. I'm picking Holloway. I'm I don't picking know. I, Holloway. You know what though? Let me say this really quickly. I love that they're like they're kind of punching back at Bellator because Bellator is like, fuck it, we're gonna go ahead and put a fight on Saturday night right against you, which I thought was dumb as shit. I still haven't watched those, those fights yeah. because I was watching. I deleted UFC. them from my DVR. Like I watched the Friday fights. I watched yeah. the Friday, but I, I've yet to get back and watch those. So, but now they're like, fine, fuck you. We're gonna do some fight pass on Friday. Yeah, you know. So it's like, well, this is what you get, Bellator. I don't know if they did on you, purpose, you, but okay. Yeah, but Come just, on, just Bellator. They didn't know. They they, were scheduled long ahead of time. Yeah, so long. No, but I mean, I'm saying they're moving into Friday nights. In other words, they're trying to move them. Traditionally, Bellator's had Fridays. UFC has had Saturdays. That's kind of been the decision. They've done a few Friday shows. (laughs) So, uh, Pettis Holloway, who who do we like? Uh, Holloway, but it's a close fight. Uh, CB? I got Holloway. I think he could finish Pettis. Greg? I like Pettis. Really? Yeah. For the, for the, the it doesn't matter interim featherweight championship. Yeah, it's kind of weird, but still it matters. It all matters. Uh, Donald Cerrone versus Matt Brown. I got to go with Cowboy in this one. Uh, well, at least he finally gets to fight. Yeah. All that training. At least they didn't make it wait too long. Um, what is that? Two weeks? That's it? Yeah. That's good. 
No, yeah. No, two oh five. At this point, it'll be a month. Oh, is it? Oh, by, fight, th- by Saturday fight time, it'll be it'll about be a four month. weeks. Wow. It's gonna be a war, though. I'm looking forward to this fight. Yeah, but he's going. He's up at 170, so he's not cutting as oh, much so as when he was at 155. Who's like in this fight? Donnie C. Donnie C. How? Uh, finished knockout or submission? What are, what are the odds? He's minus 260, I think. Ooh. So, but Matt Brown, you can't count him out. Right? I mean, Matt Brown is... How many times... I mean, Matt Brown is such a streaky fighter, though. That's the only thing. But I don't know. Cowboys looked amazing. This is on paper. It looks like Cowboy all the way, which is what kind of scares me a little bit. Because Matt Brown, before the Ellenberger fight... Remember, everyone was talking about how Matt was going to run through Jake Ellenberger, and now that didn't happen. But I don't know. There were rumblings about things about Matt Brown, but I don't know. Uh, Now there's rumblings about Cerrone with that whole eye injury and doing the Netflix series and then people trying to, like, sway it both ways. Uh, Cub Swanson know. versus Duho Choi. Duho Choi. Duho Choi. Uh, <laughs> the Korean Super Duho Choi. Uh, does Duho know one whole cock? Duho don't know one whole cock. <laughs> is this Duho right here? Duho Choi is his own man, his own fighter. He's actually really young. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, he's old because he's young? He's young old man. Also. Also. <laughs> oh, thanks. Okay. All right, listen. Isn't Cub the underdog here? Uh, yeah, he is. How, he but how be. is the number four guy the underdog to the number 11 guy? Because the, the number 11 guy is an up-and-coming beast. Yeah, but who is he beating? Uh, he, he, last fight he beat uh, was a Brazilian guy. No, that, that's very specific. The Brazilian guy? The guy who stepped down from uh, 155 and lost, lost to uh, T-City. What's his name? Uh, I'll tell you who he is. No, no, uh, he that, he beat Tiago Tavares. Yeah, Tavares. Uh, one round, he beat Sam Cecilia, and one beat round, Cecilia. This he beat a knockout artist. Yeah, the Tavares win was impressive. I still think. Cub- also, don't forget, you know, nothing goes better with egg rolls than Duhu Choi. <laughs> I still <laughs> a think nice side of Duhu. <laughs> I still think Cub wins this. I think Cub wins this. I got Duhu Choi. No, by knockout. Fuck you guys. Cubs wants to my friend. Don't bet okay. against Duho Chai. No, Cubs gonna Duho win. Duho Chai will take you down. This, this is even more better analysis. Who do you pick yeah, against you? Well, fuck you then. <laughs> 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 Never pick against Duho Chai. Fuck it. Cubs gonna win. Cubs got this. He's making a comeback. Right, I'm not picking a winner in the next fight. I'm questioning whether Kelvin actually makes weight at 185. That's funny. Uh, 185, you mean? Yeah, 185. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think Kelvin. Kelvin versus Tim Kennedy. Tough fight for Kelvin. Tim looks good everywhere. Tim's a beast. But Kelvin Gastelum... Has been to his shows. Has been to my shows. <laughs> a friend of mine. It's Kelvin Gastelum wins on sheer bias. You know what's weird, though, man? I mean, because when we talked to him before, what, he was supposed to fight in was it, 205, 205, right? 205, yeah. yeah and, he, and he sounded great. He sounded upbeat. He said there was nothing that you would thought he, you know, he was somehow off the mark. I, I heard he was 23 pounds over on Monday. It's unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. Because he sounded ready to fight. Yeah. You know? I, I mean, there were zero hear, indicators. You couldn't hear his stomach grumbling. <laughs> <laughs> you couldn't hear the bag of chips that he just put away. Uh, I don't know. So, yeah. I, hopefully, he gets it together, and I would go Kevin Gastelum, too. Uh, who do you like on this? It's tough to say, man. Uh, I'm leading Kennedy. Kennedy. Thanks, Gabe. All right, uh, CB. Tim Kennedy. Tim Kennedy. He's he want, He's kind of on a war path. He hasn't fought in forever. He really wants a good showing, and you know he was ready to fight anybody when his opponent originally dropped. And 
Oh, on paper, yeah. it looks like Kenny's going to win. I mean, he's just fought better yeah, guys, it's heavier, athletic. Plus, but, you know, Kelvin, Kelvin Gastelum has that fucking thing where Before it's like... the fat thing, Gastelum looked incredible. And that's the thing. I mean, he beat Ellenberger. He beat Johnny Hendricks. Yeah, he and looked he's fantastic. Up, but now he's putting 15 more on, and he's going to be a but small he won, But he won the Ultimate Fighter on 180. a long time ago, though. Yeah. Uh, By the way, Gabe, if you're going to uh, just give names without analysis, that's <laughs> my job. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to need a little more. At least give the betters analysis. Okay. Uh, Drew Dober versus uh, Oliver Aubin is, Mercier. Is this, is this the order they put him in? Uh, yeah, Drew Dober. Uh, Jordan Meehan's yeah, yeah, retirement. Yeah, yeah. Well, and Emil gonna... Meek is uh, the Venator yeah. guy. Who, he's a Venator guy? He knocked out Paul Harris. Ooh! Uh, I got, That's I, I, why I, I was got... highlighting that fight. Oh, I got Emil Meek on that one. That guy, that dude looks like a beast. It he's took him a while Norway. to get the fucking... I think it was a while to get him the visa so he could come over and fight. I like to make the fight. <laughs> is this Emil Meek? <laughs> Fight with the hands and the glove. Put the punch in the face. I heard about it. You sound kind of Irish. You from where? Uh, nowhere. <laughs> that's, that's, that's a normal. Tough accent. <laughs> oh. I tried to do the Norway. <laughs> Norway and Swedish is kind of very similar. close to get. Well, they're next door. The Swedish chef, remember? Like, yeah, that's the, what I was doing. He, he was a, that was a strange chef. Trying to translate. That. Uh, Valerie, let her know. I love Val Travel. She's well, fighting Viviana Pereira. Who, who is this chick? Uh, I don't know. Oh, thanks, guys. Okay. Uh, I know. I, I got, by, from the fight you said before but didn't pick, what? I got uh, Olivier Obama Mercier against Dober. I'm leaning Dober in that one. But it's Wait, we're no talking way. about Letourneau right now. Well, listen, we are going to call a and, guy. And fucking Krylov Sirkinov is a war. Yeah. Greg has to go. Greg, take care, brother. Thank you, guys. Oh, yeah, me Love, too. Uh, MMA Roasted, Team Roasted. You guys Respect. have a great holiday season. Yeah, I have to leave, too. Boom. You have to leave also? No. Oh, we're, we're going we're, <laughs> we're to call Carlos Newton. Former <laughs> of Uf- course he doesn't have to leave. Former UFC champion Car- Carlos nap, Newton. Uh, guy who fought everybody. Ravioli in a nap. I'm going to sm- go smoke with Gabe. Try and get whatever disease is making him so skinny. <laughs> what? what? That's Carlos Newton. What the oh. fuck is that? All right, I'm going to call him back. They were super excited. Uh, try to call him back, Carlos Newton. Uh, you know I crossed off a guy that I'd never met at the fights on Saturday? Heath Herrig, right? Yeah. Yeah, he's a nice guy. Dude, he was super nice. I don't know why he was hanging out with Roy Nelson, but... I ran into Roy in the bathroom. <laughs> so awkward. <laughs> he's a nice guy. Did though. he kick you in the ass for taking too long? No. That's uh, funny. That's funny. Come on, Carlos, pick up the phone. Hello? Hello, is Carlos Newton there? Sorry? Is this Carlos Newton's phone number? Uh, yeah, hold on one second. Okay. May I ask who's speaking? Oh, it's Adam Hunter from MMA Roasted, the podcast. Okay, hold on. Hello? Is this Carlos Newton? Yeah, this is Carlos. Hey, this is Adam Hunter. I'm the host of MMA Roasted. I'm here with CB Gold, as well as Gabe Killian. Is it an honor to have you on the podcast? How are you, man? <laughs> doing good, doing good. I'm actually uh, on my way driving to the airport. Oh, nice, nice. Well, uh, listen, man, you are you are a legend. Uh, you are a guy 
who uh, you are a former UFC champion, pride legend, a guy that beat Pat Militich, beat Pele, beat Pete Spratt, beat Henzo Gracie. I mean, the people that you've beat is just insane. Uh, what have you been up to, man? What's, what's life like now for Carlos Newton? Oh, well, right now I'm just driving to the airport. I'm getting ready to go to Washington, D.C. and uh, speak before a congressional hearing on the um, need for the Muhammad Ali Act to protect mixed martial arts fighters as well as it protects boxers in the sport of prize fight. Now, what is, what is the Muhammad Ali Act? Oh, the Muhammad Ali Act was a, an act that actually was in development for many years. Uh, it was a result of many violations, you know, both uh, criminal, uh, you know, unethical practices, and you know, as well as antitrust and anti-competitive practices that were taking place in boxing. And uh, the U.S. Uh, legislature passed the Muhammad Ali Act uh, to protect boxers. It protects them from conflict of interest, and also helps you know reduce the amount of risk. To their sport. Gotcha. So, so you're going to speak in behalf, and uh, you're, you're going to try to get the Muhammad Ali Act to extend to the UFC fighters as well, or our mixed martial arts fighters as well. Yeah, get it to extend to extend over the mixed martial arts, uh, so that you know certain anti-competitive uh, practices and conflicts of interest, and uh, don't don't no longer take place in mixed martial arts, and allow us to actually have a real sport. You know, right now, mixed martial arts is in a state where, you know, it's structured just like professional wrestling, except the difference is the guys actually hurt one another for real. You know, so in my, and not, not in my opinion, the truth is, mixed martial arts is really just purely right now a source of entertainment for a lot of people. And what I'm trying to do right now is make it a, a truly, true and honorable sport. Now, and this is part, are you part of the MMAFA, correct? Yeah, that's correct. Now, now what exactly uh, is that? I'm a long-time member. Uh, so the MMFA is, uh, MMAFA is a uh, mixed martial arts fighters association. We're an association of, uh, you know, I guess you'll say new and old um, retired fighters and new fighters who are part, currently participating in the uh, and we basically are there to help uh, support one another in this endeavor to build uh, build a sport and also end the antitrust violations in mixed martial arts. Where you know we are a band of brothers and sisters you know, in the common sport, and we're doing this for the next generation. Now, who else is in this uh, association? Uh, there's a lot of people. There's way too many for me to uh, mention. So it's like you, Randy Couture, right? Randy, Leslie yeah, Smith. Yeah, there's tons. <laughs> Go on forever. Yeah, yeah. Now, uh, and yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. Also, I don't know who. I don't know every every member. I've spoken to guys, you know, in our chats and so forth, and realized, okay, I don't know this person, but you know, they are a member of our association, and uh, you know, we're working together to get things done. Now, is it? No, is it? No, is your goal to, ha- to for this to be a union? Uh, no, the union is actually very bad. The union is actually illegal, and it's nonsense talk whenever someone's mentioned the union. 
Okay, so so what's the difference between this and the MMAAA that was formed last week or with Bjorn and um, Donald Cerrone and all those guys? Uh, the difference is, you know, there's no wolf guarding the hen house on this operation. And uh, the other one is we are fighters fighting for fighters, you know, and knowing that, we know what we're doing. We have the knowledge and the experience to, you know, advocate for the right things and the um, get and also, you know, the right mind to go out there and do things and get things done. You know, just the fact that we're going to uh, we have this congressional hearing coming up on Thursday, you know, is, is it says a lot, you know, and also the antitrust class action suit which I started about five years ago, says a lot. And uh, no, no other group out there um, you know, has made those strides. And we welcome everyone who wants to be a member. And you know, the MMAAA is uh, an awesome bunch of guys, and I know they're also working towards the same thing. So, and you know, I look forward to working with everyone and trying to resolve the current situation and build our sport. Now, when you so, say when you say wolf, are you, when you say wolf guarding the hen house, you talking about Bjorn Rebney? Well, you know, a lot of times, uh, a lot of it, a lot of people in this industry partake in this industry because you know they're out there to make money, and they have no interest in competition, or they have no interest in ending, or quite frankly, can't see the anti-competitive practices that are taking part in the sport. So, you know, sometimes. Uh, you know, the the victim can sometimes become the perpetrator of their own uh, of their own victimization. So, you know, for me, the the idea behind behind the MMA FA is the fact that we are fighters. Uh, many of us are very accomplished fighters, and we know the problem, and we're we're gonna look out for our best interests and nobody else's. Gotcha. Let's talk about your fight. Fighter. Let's talk about your fight career for a little bit. Now, the one one of, one of the craziest fights I've ever seen was when when you lost to Matt Hughes when he slammed you. You had him in a triangle, and people think that he was actually out too. He was out too. He actually uh, didn't even slam you on purpose. He just got, he kind of passed out, and then that's sort of that's how he won. Do, do you think that? Do you think that's that's what happened? Um, Matt, Matt was choked out. Long before, long before the plan happened. I actually, we fell to the canvas because Big John McCarthy uh, told me to let go of the fence. And if I didn't let go of the fence, I would have gotten disqualified. So, now, I mean, now, how crazy is that for you afterwards to think that, like, or to know that you really won, but he has the belt because uh, no one saw that he was choked out? Well, quite frankly, I didn't really care about the belt. I, I only, as a fighter, I only cared about the uh, the opportunity to compete. And again, that's the current problem with our uh, sport: is you're denied the opportunity to compete for titles whenever you want, wherever you want, against whoever you want. And uh, when I lost that fight to Matt, I didn't, I didn't care that that it had anything to do with the belt. What I cared about, or what I was actually grateful for, is I had the opportunity to fight such a great fighter and have such a great fight. Yeah. Now, uh, that was that was an amazing fight. You're you're winning against Pat Militage by bulldog choke. 
A lot of people think that the bulldog choke didn't really work uh, in MMA, but you showed that it did work. I mean, you submitted Pat Militich with it. Uh, what's your feelings on uh, that choke and, 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 and that, that fight? That choke is a very classic choke. Um, for guys who wear gi, they typically call it a clock choke. And, uh, you know, very popular in judo. And it's a very, it's a very, very effective choke. It's just a matter of can you, you know, can you do as well with a gi as you can with it without a gi, you know? And I guess doing it without a gi is the more difficult one for a lot of people. But I was able to do it, and uh, I think I proved that it works very well. It was amazing. Gabe? Uh, Timelia won a fight with the Bulldog Choke on the Ultimate Fighter. Oh, really? Yeah. Nice, nice, nice. Uh, your win over Henzo. Was there bad blood between you and Henzo? No. Um, to me, Henzo a great friend. And uh, I, owe, I owe a lot to uh, you know, Henzo and the Gracie family who have taught me a lot. You know, growing up as a young man in the sport of mixed martial arts and the sport of Brazilian jiu-jitsu and just martial arts in general, you know, they were great. They are, they are still great mentors, and uh, you know, yeah, there, there's no bad blood. For a lot of time, a lot of times, you know, what we see in our sport right now is uh, all that pro wrestling talk is really just a symptom of the really deeply uncompetitive nature of our sport, and guys are just more and more having to resort to that to get attention and uh, to, I guess, stay on the promoter's roster. Winning isn't enough when it really should be the only thing that matters. Yeah, but there was, I mean, in defense of that, I mean, back in the Pride days, there was a lot of people, like, there was a lot of bad blood. And I mean, just, I think in the, in the nature of the sport, you're always going to have trash talking and stuff. I mean, you know, in... in well, well, yes, there, there is nature, you always will, but at the same time, that should never take precedent over whether guys win or lose their fight. Yeah, you no, know, I mean... When that person wants to compete, they should have that right first and foremost. You know, um, the sport of mixed martial arts is structured so incorrectly that it actually encourages anti-competitive behavior and that type of, you know, camera-pleasing, uh, <laughs> crowd-pleasing. I wouldn't say it's crowd please I know not everyone everyone likes it or, or even cares for it but you know it encourages every other behavior except competitive behavior no I look I'm, I'm with you I mean we, I said it on the podcast a million times what's the point of having rankings if the number one guy doesn't get a fight because he doesn't sell tickets I mean that would never happen in other sports you know you would never have you know CM Punk come in and get a pro fight. You, you couldn't put CM Punk play for the Lakers. It's just, that wouldn't happen. There's a lot of entertainment aspects of it where guys jump, like a guy like Khabib, because he's not a big household name, even though he's the number one contender, doesn't get a title shot. Or, you know, there's a lot of things like that where I'm like, why isn't the number one guy fighting for the title? Why is the number eight guy jumping over everybody? So that's, if, if there was only if there was one complaint I had with MMA in the UFC and and Bellator or whatever is that the number one is that the rankings don't they don't apply to the rankings which in any other sport that doesn't happen in football yeah, you, you, you you can't you can't have rankings in mixed martial arts because there's a direct conflict of interest you know the real violation in mixed martial arts is the fact that the promoter has rights to their own title and at the same time can have exclusive rights with athletes that does not happen in any sport in the world. You know, yeah, we talk about league sports, but league sports are made up of teams, and the teams are the promoters. 
and the none of the teams or those promoters can put up their own cup. You know, you're not gonna play for the I don't know <laughs> the Dallas Cowboys uh, Grey Cup. You're just don't. They're not allowed to have a cup and have everyone else compete for it. It's anti-competitive. It's a direct conflict of interest. That's why the promoters belong, or they don't even belong to a league. The promoters form a league, and a league commission puts up the cup. The cup is not allowed to belong to any one promoter. But here we are with mixed martial arts, where you have a promoter who has exclusive athletes, has exclusive contracts with the athletes, like say a football team does with its own athletes. But the only main difference is, and the the obvious difference and the cause of all this problem and the issues is the promoter also can put up their own cup and also put up their own title. So if it was you know, so if it was up to you there would be no UFC, no Bellator, just just random fighters? I mean just just fighters, everyone have their own it, it would just be no, there'd be promoters. Like there are promoters in any other sport. You know, you have promoters in tennis. Except in tennis the promoters put up the title. Say you play for Wimbledon, you put up the Wimbledon puts up the Wimbledon title. Australia puts up the Australian Open title. But uh, the athletes do not sign an exclusive contract with the Australian Open in order to have the privilege or the opportunity to compete for that title because that also illegal. It's but, not that I wouldn't have any UFC or Bellator. Yes, totally would. If the UFC wants its own title, they are not allowed to have exclusive uh, contracts. Just like you are not allowed to do that in tennis. Yeah, but but that but the only thing though, and I and I I, I do I really feel like you are you, you make a lot of really good points. I, I just don't want it to see like boxing where the best guys don't fight each other, where you have Manny Pacquiao, Mayweather yeah, taking the best guys do the, in boxing the best guys do fight one another. Uh, just a lot of times it's it's not to the 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 fan satisfaction when guys want to fight one another or when guys decide they don't want to fight one another. we got to understand, we're talking about prize fighting. This is not ping pong or tennis. And this is why prize fighting actually has a matchmaking process. That's not, and that matchmaking making process is actually unique to prize fighting. It does not happen in any other sport. And that's because of the matchmaking process is the actual reason why we don't have promoters in mixed martial arts like they do have promoters in tennis where the promoter puts up their own title. And does not have exclusive contracts with the athletes because, you know, in mixed martial arts or in prize fighting, the promoters have to deal with a lot of volatility. Athletes can get injured while they're training for a fight. What do you do then? Yeah, but you don't think in boxing there are too many belts and like Mayweather and Pacquiao should have happened five years ago and, and now it's just, it gets kind yeah, of... Mayweather and Pacquiao happened when it was supposed to happen. That's oh, come on. Carlos didn't, in all due respect. And that's why Pacquiao made close to that figure also. It happened when it was supposed to happen. That's the choice of the athletes, not, not the fans, not those who want to see him fight. If Mayweather fought five years earlier, he would have probably gotten paid less. All right, listen, you know, it's hard. I'm not going to, you know, you, you were, you, you're obviously a lot closer to this than I am. I'm just a comedian uh, who tells jokes. <laughs> just, you just have to understand it, you know, the, from, a, from the aspect of competition. Any other thing is less, comp- is less competitive. But I, I think stuff, a lot of know? people got would less. Would have been a better. Would you, if you were Mayweather, would you have fought five years earlier for less money? Well, as a fan, as a fan of the sport, a part of my. Oh, yeah, I, and, I, and I, as I, a reason, one of the reasons the UFC and MMA, I think, took off was because we saw a lot yeah, more competitive fights. If the fans got everything they wanted, they would not pay as much. 
Yes, but I think that the reason that the, the, I think one of the reasons that the the whole interest in boxing has dwindled is because there were too many belts uh, and guys, the best guys weren't fighting each other. Boxing hasn't dwindled. What has happened in boxing is that um, American promoters no longer dominate boxing, so it looks like the interest in boxing has dwindled. But boxing, while the promoters the dominance of promoters, American promoters has dwindled. Therefore. You see less shows over here in the U.S. and so forth, or in North America. It has it has exploded over overseas. We have big fights now in, in Europe, big fights in Russia. You have big fights in Macau. These things did not take place during the 80s and 90s, which I is the time frame you're alluding to, because during that time frame, there is a lot of uh, anti-competitive practices, antitrust violations going on in boxing, and that's why you know. A lot of guys like to reference the Don King era and so forth you know, on the flip side when they want to talk about corruption. At the same time, when you take away the corruption, they want to say, oh, it's a dwindling of uh, the sport of boxing. It's not. The, in fact, the financial figures contradict that entirely. If this was the 80s or 90s, Mayweather would not have made $100 million. And if the, sport, if the interest in boxing was dwindling, he would not have made a hundred million dollars. He broke records with that. But it seems like very few guys. I mean, there's a there's how many Mayweather's out there? There's one Mayweather. There's there's some boxing, but it seems like it's uh, not that there's how many Mayweather's are there. It's about how many Mayweather's come and go. It's, see, we have a, we have a consistent flow of them. Before there's Mayweather, there's there's De La Hoya. Every every generation of boxers, and every every ten years, there's big there's big names in boxing. And if there's guys coming up right now, you know, Canelo Alvarez, that guy is my favorite boxer right now. Uh, one day, I, one day I guarantee you, if he keeps his rise, if he keeps, if he keeps up performing like he is, he will break that hundred million dollar mark also. No, I, look, I agree, man. It's, it's, the fight, fi- I, I agree with fighter pay. We're not, we're not even talking about the other guys who are making half of that. And do you understand what half of a hundred million dollars is? Uh, a lot of million. Million. Yeah, but but so, the, I, under, I understand. I'm not, I'm not, no, there I is. I don't a, feel bad for those guys either. Carlos, there is a problem when you, when you when a guy in the UFC has to be an Uber driver. Uh, guy, uh, you know, Car, you know, Carlos Esparza has to sell her motorcycle. I mean, there's a definitely a problem when you have uh, fighters that are part-time AAA drivers, and totally an, an issue, completely an issue. However, I I I I do like the fact. I would hate to see it go in the thing of boxing where it's just too many, too many belts. Guys aren't fighting each other. And so, but I think there's a happy medium or there's more of a medium. I, I do agree that fighters need to be paid. I think no, we need more weight classes in MMA. We need more belts. At the end of the day, if, the, if, if, if there's a problem with that, the market will adjust itself. If, if guys aren't making money because there's too many belts, you know what? The number of belts will reduce. Uh, for true boxing fans out there, the amount of belts out there are just perfect. And as far as the marketplace goes, as long as there's perfect competitive balance between all the different service providers in that sport, the number of belts out there is the correct number. So you want to disband the, the UFC? So you want to disband the UFC, Bellator, WSOF, Ryzen as leagues? Make them as promotions? Uh, first of all, they're not leagues. Or, the, the, or as the, the or definition as, of the word league means they're cooperating with another promoter to form a competition. That's not the case. So, in and in like a, in, a, in a perfect world, what do you? So you you think that there's no UFC belt? In a perfect world, there would be a promoter, and they'll have their own title, 
And if they want to have their own title, they're not allowed to have exclusive contracts. In fact, exclusive contracts as a promoter with your own title, that combination is illegal. It's illegal in every other sport, and it's also illegal in mixed martial arts. So we'll you have could, our day in court to prove that. So you could fight in the UFC, but you're not an exclusive UFC fighter. Exactly. Are you kind like of... You can play in the Australian Open, and you're not an exclusive Australian Open tennis player. Are you kind of... Comp- which, part like, of that, which part of that is hard to comprehend? Because it's, it's not. It's not hard to comprehend. I mean, it's, I'm, just, I'm just trying to understand where you're coming from. Hey, there's, there's, but sometimes the truth is hard to swallow. But uh, <laughs> if you don't, you're going to freaking choke yourself to death. Is it kind of comparable like the old days of pro wrestling where there was like regions and promotions in certain areas and guys could go around, but there was one specific, you know, spot that they were titled to? Is that kind of a good comparison? Yeah, that, that was also an antitrust violation. And that, that got squashed by the uh, Federal Trade Commission. And that's actually, that was, that was one of the cases that actually made me go, uh-huh, <laughs> I'm on the right trail. And uh, I examined that case, and yes, it's identical in many ways. There's many parallels to what's going on in Mexico. That'd be kind of cool if, like, the guy won the UFC belt and the Bellator belt and the Rising belt. That, I mean, that really, yeah, that, really would, much, that really would that really would say who is the best fighter in the world. Generate? What? How much how much fan interest would that generate? No, that would be cool. You know, like, yeah, you know, the greatest title in boxing is that is the title of undisputed champion. Und- and, yeah. and that title does not belong to any promoter to promote. It's just impossible. It's a, public, it's, it's a title that belongs to the public. It's, it's, ba- it's based on purely public opinion. Yeah, no, so I, if I you agree. you actually have I mean, that type of synergy in the, comp- in, the, in the athletic competition within mixed martial arts, the financial competition will explode also. And we'll have, we'll have some, some, awesome, some, some awesome events you know, to look forward to. You know, can uh, it'd be great if we could have if we could have that type of marketing dynamic. Now, how 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 close are you right now? Do you think to getting that pass? How close are we? Yeah, uh, I have not a word about that to say. <laughs> you know, when that gets passed, everyone will know when it gets passed. For now, we got to keep our cards close to our chest. And uh, close to our breath, and just keep fighting the fight, and make sure we're there to educate everyone. Because you know, there's a lot of people out there with opposing interests, just like there were, you know, in boxing and so forth. You know, they tried to defeat that legislation that protects boxers, and I'm sure that's happening right now. Uh, you know, in terms of our battle, and for that reason, you know, I tell you guys, if you're truly on our side, you know what to do to help out. And what do you do? Or not, you know, we're fighters. We don't give up. No, well, I mean, what if the listeners don't know what to do to help out? What should they do? If someone wants to help out, they should go contact their uh, local state representative and tell them, you know, explain to them the need for this protection, the need for this legislation to protect fighters, and you know, basically go out there and help us make more, make some noise. Now we'll get the degree. It's now you're speaking. Randy Couture is speaking. Who else is speaking in this? Oh, there's a lot of guy, other guys who are speaking. And you know, for guys to help out, you can also repost, you know, tidbits of knowledge, and uh, you know, our 
you know, follow us on Twitter and uh, repost our content and social media and, uh, you know, put on your website and just generate public awareness. All right. Now, where do people follow you, Carlos, on Twitter and Instagram? I don't have those accounts. All right. On t- follow t- me on MMAFA. MMAFA on Twitter. Yep. Yes. Well, listen, man. Yeah, listen. Yeah, you're, you're, on Instagram, everything. I got lots of juicy stuff out there to read and... Uh, <laughs> You know, learn about sport. Well, listen, Carlos. You know you're you're a legend in the sport. You're an innovator. You're a pioneer. Thanks for coming on the podcast, giving us your time. Uh, best of luck with hey. what you're trying to accomplish. No problem, guys. Thanks. You're doing a great job. Thanks. Appreciate it. Take care, Carlos. Hey, take care. Bye. 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 Uh, it was not how I. <laughs> That was Carlos. Well, my phone seems less violent right now. Uh, well, that was Carlos Newton. Uh, he I, uh, that was interesting. I mean, it's nice. Look, it's nice to hear from a guy that is passionate about trying to make these changes. Um, it's just interesting to see different people's takes on, like, you know, he says a union is bad, but he's for, trying to form an organization that's. It seems like a union, but it's not a union. But yeah. it's like, look, a lot of people want changes in the sport that we all agree are better for this sport. It's just a, everybody has their different way of going about it. And I just, it's, it's, a, it's a tough road. So anybody who's willing to stand up to the man and say, you know, this is not okay, I want these changes for everybody, Yeah, it, it's an awesome thing. I mean, it's, it's a great thing to have. And he's very intelligent, and he doesn't sound punchy, which is pretty good because the guy had a very long storied career fought like you said some of the best in the business yeah so I mean he's he's a legend in his own right Gabe thoughts not many alright I will say I, I will say I mean and, and I wasn't there so I can't say like f- for sure but in terms of my opinion I disagree with what he said about the Matt Hughes fight yeah Matt wasn't out when he was hanging on the fence and yeah. he didn't let go just because he would like Matt didn't slam him just because he let go. Matt has said, you know, and, and John McCarthy has said, you know, he was holding on to the top of the fence. He's not allowed to do that. And Matt said, I either got to slam him or I'm going to get choked out holding this guy above me and I can't hold him here for the rest of the round. Yeah. So, I mean, of course, there's going to be conflicting stories, yeah. but... Yeah. Well, I mean, listen, uh, anything to help get the fighters paid more because it's, it, I, yeah. I, you, know, you want to see guys get paid more. Um, if this is the right way to do it, you know, I mean, look, he's closer to it than I am, obviously. Yeah. So, uh, listen, that is our podcast today. We gave you a two-and-a-half-hour podcast. Hope you enjoyed it. If you did enjoy it, tip us at tipafighter.com, tipafighter.com. If you want to sponsor the podcast, we would love to talk to you about sponsorship opportunities. Hit me up at adamhuntercomedy at gmail.com. Uh, I am in San Diego tomorrow night at Home and Away Bar and Grill as well as Red's Comedy Club, uh, Red's Bar and Grill in San Diego uh, this Wednesday, as well as I'm back in San Diego on Sunday. Uh, Sunday night, I'm in San Diego at the Madhouse Comedy Club. Every Monday and Tuesday, if you're in L.A., come to the Dime Bar. Last night, we had Darnell Rawlings, who yeah, fucking, who fucking murdered it. Tonight, we have Jamie Kennedy, Guy Tory. I will be there. Uh, Bisbing's coming to watch, uh, oh, as well as Louis J. Gomez was performing. A uh, very, very funny comic, Louis J., who uh, has a show on Sirius with Bisbing. So check out his, uh, his show as well. Um, 
if you want, I am also uh, in Merced uh, Thursday the 22nd at Auntie Eagle's Nest uh, in Vegas, the, the December 26th to January 2nd at the L.A. Comedy Club at the Stratosphere. Edmonton, Alberta, comic strip. Wednesday the 4th of January to uh, the 10th. Oh, no, to the, uh, to the 8th. Uh, and then Minnesota, House of Comedy, January 11th to uh, the, the 15th. I uh, got a bunch of other things coming on. Um, good stuff going. I got, I'm shooting a pilot next week with some great comedians. And uh, things are good. Uh, anything coming up, CB? Uh, fights this weekend. I'm going out to Punishment on uh, Saturday morning with a friend. And... To, to pictures with Tito or Graf Tito? Well, they're doing a they're doing like a warehouse sale, and they're selling a bunch of stuff. And Tito's going to be there and nice. whatnot. So I'm going to go do that, and then I think I'm going to have a little shindig for UFC 206. Parents are out of town, so I think I'm going to use their house. And uh, that's it, man. Nice. Uh, anything, Gabe, coming up? Uh, I'm planning on going to the Sacramento card in a couple weeks. Um, read my articles at MMAoddsbreaker.com. Okay. Thank you. Uh, listen, thank our, 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 uh, our guest, Sarah McMahon, uh, as well as Carlos Newton. Uh, CB, something else? Um, just to reiterate what we were talking about earlier, please, guys, don't like bombard Ryan Hall with a bunch of shit. Like, that's not what I want. And, uh, yeah, that's really it. Just, then you should not have said that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just... <laughs> cut it. I don't Why know. Why did you say that? I, I just don't want everybody fucking... Whatever. So, uh, so guys, if you hear that, don't say Ryan Hall CB wants to fight you. Okay, whatever you do, hashtag MMA roasted. Do not say that. No I'm kidding. Listen, guys, thank you very much. Hope you guys enjoyed the podcast. Uh, we'll talk to you next week. Take care.